0: Uncle's grandparentcy, but if you're listening to Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Hey, that's what you're listening to. My name is Cameron Osborne. I am one of your hosts, just one of. Not like we have many, but there's a second host. He's sitting right over there. His name is Mike the Shoot Shepherd. We made it. We made it. Where'd we make it? Where? Where? Where'd we make it to? We made it to Saudi and back. And back again, baby. That's right. Uh, big, big week of professional wrestling. One of those weeks that seems to compile up where it's pay-per-view, pay-per-view, and then we get the short amount of time before another pay-per-view. Um, because even, yeah, uh, you know, if you listened last week in the show, uh, we refrained from talking about Saudi Arabia because we were in the midst of being in Saudi Arabia. And <laughs> as, as soon as even we stopped record, I turned on my television to- to Crown Jewel. So let's just get into that mad, uh, uh, that whole event then, shall we? Let's tarry no further. Um, because this year we skipped a year, but we're back in Saudi. WWE brings us Crown Jewel
1: 2021.
0: Review um, and like all of these Saudi shows in the past, uh, we get a it's a massive set massive screens um all, pyro for everybody and yeah, at yeah. all times it's uh it's truly it's truly mania level <laughs> if not more than Wrestlemania
1: level uh, yeah. production every time. I mean, we had uh, camels just standing guard right beside the ramp. Standing by, waiting for... Real camel. Real camel. Fireballs shooting off 10 feet from their head. Those things are huge, too.
0: Like, the the camel wrangler is, like, holding the rope up above his head. (laughs) Uh, Because he never knew how big these things were. There was a pre-show that I did not catch. But, um, Mike, did you check it out?
1: Yeah, nothing too important here. Usos hurt business. Heel versus heel, but the crowd loves the Usos, so they cheered for them and they got the win so nothing
0: and uh you'll see it a couple times throughout this show and uh we'll kind of notice it throughout um in a couple matches but uh, this crowd it was super unpredictable on who is baby who is (laughs) who's supposed to be the baby face who's supposed to be the heel and uh we get that a little further on um uh the show kicks off yeah yeah like we said fucking there's drones there's fucking. <laughs> I, they did that thing. The drones did that thing, um, like when Lady Gaga did the Super Bowl, where it's like the drones just sort of hover in the air, and they light up to create the image, or like a, a uh, like yeah, a, yeah. Sort of a text bubble or something, yeah. which is real cool. Yeah, they're pumping in billions into this whole thing. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the match kicks the uh, the card kicks off with uh, Seth Rollins taking on Edge in the Hell in a Cell. That's right. Uh, somebody said that it was like the. 50th. 50th. 50th
1: 50th. 50th ever. Yeah. In Hell in a Cell history. And Corey
0: Graves did not let us forget that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and we have a, there's a tumultuous history, I think, of uh, Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell matches, and certainly Hell in a Cell matches taking place in Saudi Arabia. (coughs) Uh, So I think uh, let's get the our superstar in there to try to right that wrong.
1: Yeah. And uh, they did a great job. This was just a hot match right off the bat. I mean, we said earlier the crowd, uh, they love. They were they were probably the best crowd we've had in Saudi so far. They all seemed like mostly genuine fans. None of those rich princes. Well, and now Bar- yeah,
0: now they've sort of worked out the kinks. We can recall from that Greatest Royal Rumble the first couple shows where the first you know the the seat the, the rows of people sitting on on the floor level were com- just completely disinterested yeah didn't didn't seem like they were cheering for anybody they were just kind of walking they were like leaving their seat in the fucking you know you have some best some great performances they're just kind of like walking around and stuff so we we, we've really hit a great crowd on this one
1: yeah this was great the match delivered just hard hitting of course lots of weapons chair shots uh edge he always loves to break that little piece off uh but then Seth gets a hold of it, starts gouging out his eye, because we know how Seth, loves Seth to. What's with Seth and the eyes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> was
0: this a part some of this? Fetish.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, in the last like year, this char- this part of his character kind of like exploded.
1: <laughs> he just yeah. I love eyes. I don't know. Uh, and then he steals a page out of Christian Cage's book when he hits the unprettier there. I mean, I know it's connected to Edge as well, but hey. Uh, it was a cool uh, one. It was a yeah. cool one. Wait,
0: is that what's it's... now called the kill switch?
1: Yes. Yes. I don't know why I called it the prettier." No, no, that's fine.
0: I think yeah. I uh, yeah, I think they called it something. I think they may have called it the kill switch. Maybe they did. I think they uh, did, yeah. But it's uh yeah. it's always a cool looking move.
1: Always. Just like uh, when we had a table set up on the floor. Seth climbs up to the top rope, but then Edge just shoves him hard, he goes flying off the wall, down through the table. Big bump there. Uh and then we get the steel steps in the ring, and Edge hits his edge omatic on top of them. But then it looks like he, like, lands awkwardly. His tailbone hits the corner of the steps. I don't know. Dangerous stuff there. But crowds loving everything, chanting, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, Seth, at one point, he hits the pedigree, but Edge kicks out of that. So Edge fights back. He hits a buckle bomb, hits a spear, but then Rollins kicks out of that. So we got to up the ante. We get a ladder in the ring. Uh, along with a second table. So both men, they climb up the ladder. Seth hits a massive sunset bomb off the ladder through the table. Uh, Edge's back is bleeding from this, but he's still able to kick out. So Seth's got one last trick in his bag, uh, which contained a chain. So he grabs his chain. He wraps it up all around his foot. And then he super kicks Edge right in the face, goes for the curb stomp. But midair, Edge is able to lift up this chair. So Rollins lands uh nut first on that thing. <laughs> and then after that, Seth, uh, Edge grabs a wrench. He locks the cross face with the a wrench in Rollins' mouth. Seth is starting to fade, ready to tap out, but then Edge just releases the hold. And instead he puts a chair under Seth's head and then hits him with a bit of a sloppy curb stomp, but that's enough to get the three count. Edge wins.
0: Edge wins in... Yeah, not only a hot match, but, you know, as the show goes on, probably one of the better matches on the card um, as it comes through. God, why is it? So this match, this this went for almost 30 minutes to open yeah. up the show with a 30-minute kind of spectacle like this. What is it with Edge and the – why, why? All of his matches are fucking long. <laughs> ever since he came back at that Royal Rumble, whenever the hell that was, um, and, leaned, of course, he had the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, which was like 42 minutes long, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Edge keeps getting these very, and Edge keeps getting these very long matches, which is funny when you look look the way rest of the down the uh, like the rest of the way down the card. People half of his age are working half the time, <laughs> um, and he's still somehow putting out these incredible performances. Um, Edge Edge gets a big win uh, on his last, I guess you know because tomorrow's season premiere, so this was his last kind of SmackDown thing, I guess.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. could be his last Hell in a Cell match ever, could be, uh, yeah, who knows, but, I mean, he's getting, he's getting up there, so maybe that's why he's, he's throwing out all these long matches, he wants to get everything he can out there.
0: Yeah, it's all he has left, yeah, he's like, I'm putting it all out of my own.
1: I'm driving this rental car into the lot with an empty tank of gas,
0: because.
1: (laughs) Uh, Up next, Mustafa Ali takes on Mansoor, the hometown hero, so of course, gets a nice big crowd reaction there, uh they got a good amount of time here. Way more than they would if this match was on Raw. So mm-hmm. Yeah, just some smooth wrestling, high flying moves. Uh Mansoor hits a perfect moonsault for a near fall. Uh after this, Ali goes for a 450 splash, but Mansoor avoids it, hits a springboard, neck to get the big win. Pleases the crowd. Uh, but Mustafa Ali is a sore loser. So he just decides to beat up Mansoor. Uh until this mysterious man comes out. You can't see his face. It's covered up. But he's got this karate gi. Uh, and he makes his way very slowly to the ring. The commentary started joking. Like, oh, he's really taking his time. Right?
0: Undertaker, Undertaker <laughs> level of uh, of
1: ring entrance time. Yeah. So uh, we're all kind of confused. Who is this guy? He gets in the ring. Reveals his face. And it's Tariq Hondi. Uh, I don't know him. But the crowd blew up. Because he's a silver medalist. From Saudi Arabia, uh, he won it at the Tokyo Olympics. So, crowd knew this guy; he was a big deal to them. Ali lunges at him, and then Tariq, Tariq just hits this lightning-fast high kick, knocking Ali out in a single blow. And the karate man celebrates with Mansoor. Everyone cheers.
0: I like, uh, I like, I like, I like the little moment where um, the local hero comes out. I, I always think that's cool. Uh, I, I think a few, a few weeks ago on Rampage. In Milwaukee, they had Giannis and Acumpo come out, and it was oh, like yeah. it wasn't even on TV. It was just like Tony Khan, just like, hey, here's like one of the best basketball players on the planet, and then the whole everyone's like, holy <laughs> shit, it's one of the best basketball players on the planet, and he gets to come in the ring, you know, and he gets, you know, he stands in the corner, everyone's like stoked, like like I remember that moment for us when Edge came out. Yeah. It was that like, hoo, 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 didn't think you'd be here, baby. did you know? And, and it's uh, and like we've said before, Canadians always notice Canadians. Uh, so I can only imagine that you know Saudi Arabians are going to notice other Saudi Arabians. Um And yeah, I, I love I like those nice little moments for the live crowd.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I I looked into this guy, and uh, it's controversial. The only reason that he won the silver medal instead of gold is because he knocked out his opponent. In the the final match, you're not supposed to knock him out. (laughs) Uh, I guess not at an Olympic level karate. You're supposed to to hit each other, get points. Oh, I don't think it was his fault. Like the guy kind of leaned into it. Right. Maybe like uh, his,
0: you know, kind of like by the time he threw the punch, his head was down or something like that. Yeah.
1: So it's like, yeah. Because he was winning the match and he would have won the gold and the knockout. Wow. Yeah. So that's that guy's story. So the guy who got knocked
0: out ended up winning the gold. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
0: Imagine like, <laughs> you come to and you're at the, <laughs> you come to on the podium. Someone's holding your hand up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're woo! like, what happened? Gold medal around <laughs> your neck.
1: Uh, But let's go to this Raw tag title match. You got RK Bro defending against AJ Styles and Omos. And uh, during the entrance, Riddle, he turns his scooter around, rides into the back and then he comes back out riding a fucking camel, <laughs> a fucking or, camel, a, or technically a a because it only has one hump huh. as opposed to two. Okay, as Michael Cole taught me. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> thanks Michael, thanks Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, the match was fun, but uh, I'm about ready for this feud to end. But yeah, crowd loves everyone here. Riddle, he does his his gut wrench big swing again, so. It seems like that's officially part of his moveset now. He's stolen Cesaro's thing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Well,
0: Cesaro's not using it, so somebody might as well. They're not using using Cesaro. (laughs) That's the problem.
1: But, uh, yeah, Omos, he continues to look dominant here. Still don't think he's ever even been knocked off his feet in WWE yet. So they're protecting him. But so you know what that means, AJ. He's going to have to take the fall, and they pull out the classic... uh, he goes for the phenomenal forearm. Randy catches him midair with the RKO. And then he tags in Riddle Riddle, to let him hit the floating bro and seal the deal, get the pin. Retain the titles. Retain the titles.
0: You're right, though, Mike. Uh, this is getting a little stale. Uh, that seems to happen a lot with these tag teams in WWE. Uh, we really beat him to the ground.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yeah.
0: And yeah. But uh, AJ Styles, you know, just... I needs. think
1: he's ready for uh, a little babyface turn.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, have have Omos betray him. And, you know, he's like, you take all the losses, so I don't need you. I'm big. Look at me. And then AJ can have a whole other thing. Going but
0: on. then, as soon as AJ leaves Omos, what do you do with Omos?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you'll have to hope. He just keeps improving. But, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a scary thought. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be doing... Uh, 25-minute Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. That's no, I sure. don't think so. I mean, I hope not.
0: That'd <laughs> be dangerous. But,
1: uh, <clears throat> all right. After this, we have the Queen's Crown Final. The first ever. Zelina uh, Vega taking on Dewdrop. And this was the first moment where the crowd was a bit quiet. Uh, I honestly think some of them probably don't even know who these two are, just because uh, I don't know what, how... We, how much they get the television over there but yeah, yeah it, it,
0: it does make you wonder yeah if there's some kind of like crtc that edits out the women because you know surely they wouldn't be allowed to show the women on television because of what they're wearing yeah, right we can recall I mean. from that first uh from the first saudi arabian event where there was accidentally placed uh, an ad with carmel uh carmela yeah i believe like and you could hear like reaction. the audible reaction in the crowd when they, they were sh- like Whoo! <laughs> exactly exactly so it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard to say um, but either way, say. yeah, like you said, the culmination of the Queen's Crown Tournament.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, at the very least, they got to go beyond five minutes. I think we touched the t- six-minute mark here. Uh, so, I mean, it was okay. Uh, didn't steal the show or anything. but uh, And like last time, you have the women, they're in like full-body outfits with these huge baggy T-shirts over top. But, yeah, big size mismatch here. Vega, very agile, though. So she hits a nice uh, code breaker, uh, dewdrop hitting her big power moves. But then Zelina pulls out the perfect code red, and that gets her the three. She is one. Long live Queen Zelina, your first ever winner of the Queen's Crown. Super deserving, too. You know, uh, with, without,
0: without a mid card women's scene, uh, this is probably the highest honor that you could get.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, they, uh, yeah, when she came back, she had that big losing streak, but now they're finally, hopefully, doing something with Selena because she's won like five matches in a row and won a bunch of matches in a
0: row. She's talented. She hits those tornado DDTs with fucking precision (laughs) every single time. Um, Yeah, she's way too talented to be a, a bench warmer
1: in this division. Yeah, and I think, you know, as a heel, she can kind of play up this whole queen thing. You know, afterwards, she sits down, she gets her cape, her, th- th- crone, her crown, fireworks go off. So, yeah, Queen Zelina. Yeah, long long live. Long live. Uh, Bobby Lashley takes on Bill Goldberg in the No Holds Bard match. Which, uh, at some point, they added the extra stipulation as well that it's Falls Count Anywhere. So... Uh,
0: Yeah, I missed
1: that. Uh, We also (laughs) got a... um,
0: I think we also got a... Didn't we get a surprise stipulation? No, never mind. Never mind. My bad.
1: (laughs) That's okay. Uh, The son, what's his name? Gage. He did not make the trip here to Saudi. I I know. I wonder why. Maybe he's still recovering from from that beating. Brutal beatdown. But uh, you know what? Goldberg, super over here. They love him. They love him in Saudi. They're chanting Goldberg and... Uh, Right off the bat, though, the bell rings. Bobby Lashley pulls a steel chain out of his pants, starts punching Goldberg with that. Uh, He throws Goldberg hard into the ring post, and just like when Goldberg fought The Undertaker, Goldberg once again just jumps super hard into the post, smacks his head. I could see him cut it open a little bit, but thankfully this time he didn't get a concussion at least. (laughs) Yeah, thankfully. Yeah, no one got dropped on their head. Thank God. Plenty more damage, though. The chairs. uh, Lashley's just wrapping it around Goldberg's legs, stomping away. Uh, He tries to spear Goldberg through a table in the corner, but Goldberg avoids. So Lashley crashes through, and then Goldberg hits his spear. Hoists Lashley up for the jackhammer, and he did not struggle. He hit it perfect. Um, But he didn't try to finish the match there. Doesn't go for the pin, because remember, he wants to kill Lashley. Murder him. Uh, So... He takes his gloves off to show he means business, and Lashley stumbles out of the ring. Uh, it was kind of funny. For a second, he rests his hand on the barricade, and I saw the whole thing wobble, so I knew it was coming. Goldberg just runs, spears him through the barricade. It falls over, uh, and it might have been here. I don't know. At some point, Lashley, he got a nasty cut on his arm. Some, uh, some decent blood coming out of there. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, not quite the Dax Harwood, but it was, yeah, just yeah. a little big gash on his arm. But He's a big boy. Yeah. Anyways, Goldberg, okay. he brings Lashley over to the steel steps, places his head on the bottom stairs. Then he picks up the top stairs, ready to smash Bobby's head in. That was where he was going to kill him, I think. So, <laughs> uh, But Lashley moves away last second. They fight their way up the ramp. The Hurt Business come out to try and help uh, with kendo sticks, but Goldberg just takes them out like they're nothing. Smashes the kendo stick over Lashley. Uh, Then they're at the very top of the ramp for the big finale as Goldberg hits a big spear to Bobby off the side of the stage, (coughs) crashing through some tables on the ground. Pretty good fall there. And, uh, yeah, right off that, he makes the cover, gets the three count. So Bill Goldberg
0: undefeated uh, in Saudi, in Saudi Arabia, I think, or I can't remember who won that taker match, but uh, yeah, we know what we're getting with Bill Goldberg matches, right? Um, and I have to say, I think this might be one of his best pay per view matches that he's had.
1: Um, yeah, I think so. Too. Out of
0: this, if if I can kind of go like universal, like the Kevin Owens Universal Championship and onward, right? Sort of when he did yeah. return, and then of course. Um I mean I think for you the the first Goldberg Brock <laughs> match would yeah. would have been the best just from sh- a shock value a shock. alone. Yeah, that would have yeah. that would have done the entire thing. Um but it, this this was like great I thought. Um you're not yeah. you're not getting if you're hoping for mat wrestling or uh you know ho- uh you know reversals and counters. You're not they, <laughs> What the fuck are you doing here? This is a Bill Goldberg <laughs> match. Uh, totally delivered. Totally delivered on this. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Very much so. Yeah.
1: Love it. So let's move on to the king of the ring finals here. Uh, Finn Balor taking on Xavier Woods. Two nice baby faces. Show the respect there with the fist bump at the bell. And yeah, we just got a nice competitive match. The traditional style wrestling here. Corey Graves makes a real ass of himself. When he tries to sound smart, uh, when he's like, Hey, Cole, did you know Balor could become the second Irish king in history? The first, of course, being Brian Barrow. You didn't know that, did you, Cole? And then Michael Cole's like, uh, You do know Seamus is a former king of the ring? Uh, so there goes that, Corey.
0: Yeah, when he said that, I was picturing the <laughs> end being like Seamus being the first. And he's like, Brian Barreau. I'm like, who the fuck's Brian <laughs> like, Barreau? Yeah, who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, I had to look it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Corey tried to sound smart, looks like an ass, but uh, yeah, the match itself. Nice evenly fought stuff here. Finn goes for the coup de gras, but Xavier was able to avoid that. Hits a big gut buster onto Finn, climbs up the turnbuckle to hit his tightrope elbow drop, which they're now calling the limit break. So he hits that, gets the three. Xavier Woods has achieved his destiny. And he's your new king of the ring.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, they, you know,
1: they did the right thing. They didn't try to swerve anyone. They gave it to the man who wanted it the most. And uh,
0: I knew I I, I I knew this was going to happen. I mean, of course, we could have gone either way on this. We really could have. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Xavier Woods have been getting those wins. His abs are starting to pop. Most people like to, you know, have a nice cut heading into mania season, but he said to himself, no, I'm going to be on the, I'm going to be on a mania level stage. We might as well look trim. We might as well look good. Uh, And uh, he did that and he did that now leaving kind of all, all members of the, um, of the new day achieving uh, something,
1: Yeah, you know, more uh... more outside of their tag thing and all three of them sure fire hall of famers. And with his, you know, his his new day personality, he's already kind of a goofy guy. He mm-hmm. can play this, this king thing up. Start doing kinda of like a king booker, you know, where he comes goes in and out of his royal accent, stuff like maybe. that.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that'd be fun to see.
1: <laughs> Kofi can be his court martial or whatever. <laughs> yeah, his jester. yeah, maybe not. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go along to the WWE world title match here. Big E defending against Drew McIntyre, who uh, I would say the crowd favored here. They were they were leaning towards Drew. Lots of McIntyre chants going on, but they still still enjoyed Big E. But uh, yeah, just two big men slapping meat around. Uh, <laughs> Drew hits the beautiful Michinoku driver, which on a man the size of Big E looks it is good.
0: a beautiful move every <laughs> single
1: fucking time. Yeah, great move, but uh, Big E fights back. He hits the big ending, but Drew manages to kick out of that. Uh, Then they fight their way up to the top rope. Big E tries to hit an avalanche big ending, but Drew counters with a bulldog. And soon after that, he hits the claymore, but Big E kicks out of that. So the crowd's real hot now, chanting, holy shit. Drew picks up Big E to try to steal his move. Uh, Do the big ending, but then E counters that. Builds up some momentum and hits Drew with a second big ending to get the three. Big E retains. Big E
0: retains and uh, becoming one of the very few people to kick out of a Claymore in the last uh, year and a bit. Year plus, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good match, though. Uh, Yeah, that was good stuff.
0: Yeah, it had that big match feel to it. And certainly, um, you know, they didn't get much more time than Bobby and Drew. Or sorry, Bobby and uh, Bill yeah <laughs> uh you know yeah it was really just kind of two heavy hitting matches kind of back to back um so far the show had been very well paced i felt this whole show
1: was very well booked yeah this all before we even finished it i'll say this is the best pay-per-view saudis ever had I think.
0: Uh, yeah yeah I, I yeah i'd say that for sure
1: yeah but we still got two of the biggest matches left so let's go to the triple threat match for the smackdown women's title you got Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. All three women were much more over than uh, that Queen's Crown match here. Uh, but, yeah, they all had their their gear, their T-shirts, you know. Well, <laughs> I was, was going
0: to say, coming out of it, you said, I mean, I certainly felt like everyone was over. But Bianca Belair was not being treated like the baby face. Uh, the Saudi fans were firmly in Becky Lynch's corner.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Firmly. She's probably the biggest star in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, uh, Sasha Banks, I liked her gear. She kind of had like a Spider-Man pattern going on her tights.
0: Yeah, that was Not cool. Not just
1: playing back. But anyways, good match. Lots of good wrestling here. Bianca, uh, early on, she presses Sasha Banks straight up over her head, which grits the crowd cheering. But then she goes and lowers an arm. So she's holding Sasha over her head with one hand. And then the crowd just goes, Oh! tremendous strength there yeah <laughs> uh so yeah just lots of triple this was uh i like this match they weren't they didn't do a lot of person resting it was just like three people always in on the action lots of double team moves or one move into another the te- the temporary uh, uh <laughs> yeah, alliances no all that kind of stuff yeah exactly uh so sasha she gets hung up on the ropes becky hits a big leg drop uh yeah, and then uh, Becky hits the manhandle slam on Sasha, but Bianca breaks that up. Uh, and then a bit after, she she hits Becky with the K.O.D. But then Sasha tosses Bianca out to go to steal the pin. But when she goes for the cover, Becky catches her with an inside cradle and holds onto the ropes for extra leverage to get the three count. Becky retains.
0: Yeah, retaining in that in a, in a right way too. You know, you got a little leverage on that rope. You know, it's gonna be a little not clean. Um, at least Bianca keeps losing, not cleanly. Yeah,
1: yeah she wasn't
0: the one. <laughs> <laughs> at least, right? Um, but yeah, so like we said, tomorrow's the season premiere, you know, or after this event. So uh, are all three of these women moving to the same brand?
1: No, Sasha's, Sasha's staying
0: on SmackDown while the other two are yeah. moving over to Raw. So yeah, whatever this is, it's not over.
1: Nope, but uh, yeah, I really like the match.
0: Yeah, very much so It was great And it was uh, Ended up being well, yeah, One of the longer matches On the card uh, Outside of that yeah. um, The Hell in a Cell match Yeah Yeah uh, Well let's get to Our main event then Shall we um, Because We have Roman Reigns Our universal champion God He's gotta be 400 plus days now uh, Taking on The only other man To claim to have a A A, a reign Of the same length Mm -hmm. Of course we're talking Brock Lesnar Little ponytail and all Um, I tried the other day (laughs) to tie my hair up In the top pony Uh, It did (laughs) not look good Uh, (laughs) But sometimes you gotta try it just to see Um, Of course both these men uh, Take their time getting to the ring Yeah (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um, You know and Paul Heyman there To support our tribal chief uh, you know, of course, eventually leading to the custody of Paul Heyman match, um, mm-hmm. where there's a ladder, <laughs> there's a ladder with a, you know, very similar to Eddie and Ray.
1: Yeah. So the, uh, yeah. Brock Lesnar's first match in over 19 months. That, doesn't feel that, that long. That
0: long. Yeah. It really does. I guess, yeah. uh, was mania against Drew. That would, Mania yeah, 36. So. Yeah. Or 35, 36.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, Lesnar, the crowd favorite here, he's starting off just the big strikes, bunch of suplexes. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Roman, uh, he hits a big dive over the top rope to the floor and throws Brock back in the ring, hits the spear, but Brock kicks out of that. So Reigns follows up with some more Superman punches, goes for another spear, but Lesnar just leapfrogs right over him. Roman slams headfirst in the ring post. Uh, so, yeah, he just unloads on Reigns, bunch more German suplexes, hits an F5, but Reigns kicks out of that. Uh, so, yeah, he, Reigns gets him in the guillotine, but then Lesnar reverses that for another F5, but as he hits it, he slams Roman into the ref, knocks him out, so he can't make the cover. Uh, he tries. He, uh, Brock picks up the ref with one hand by the belt. He just that deadlifts That
0: classic, <laughs> he's done it before, Lil' Nate, she'll do yeah. it again.
1: Yeah, just like, ah, you little stupid. Drops him. Uh, Then he turns around right into a spear from Reigns. Both men down. No referee. Paul Heyman's at ringside. He's got the universal title in his hands. And he just tosses it right in between both men. Not to one or the other. Kind of leaving you some mystery. And he says, you know what to do with it. But who is he talking to? I don't know. But both men grab the belt. They have a tug of war. But then the Usos show up. They super kick Brock. And that allows Reigns to nail him in the head with the championship, makes the cover just as the second referee comes running in to make the count. Roman gets the three, retains his title, and uh, yeah, as he leaves, Paul Heyman just has this big, surprised, worried look on his face.
0: Well, I was speaking of look on the face, I was going to say, judging by the, uh, the look on Brock Lesnar's face after this matchup, uh, this is not done.
1: No, I think this uh, WrestleMania. This could be the WrestleMania main event with a full babyface Brock Lesnar. No questions of whose side Paul Heyman's on. Um, I mean, you almost never <coughs> see that babyface Brock.
0: Wow, uh, babyface Brock. Yeah, not only do we not see it, but I do have to say, also, you know, like you had said, um, this was uh, you know, Brock's second match in 19 months, and also his second straight loss in singles competition and to review such a such a statistic Mike I'm gonna have to take you all the way back to the summer of 2003 um, where of course uh, uh, SummerSlam 2003 Brock Lesnar loses to Kurt Angle in a WWE Championship match Um, and just uh, prior about a month before he was of course disqualified in that matchup against the, uh, the amputee, Zach Gowan, as we can all remember. <laughs> uh, which was a yeah. DQ finish. Wasn't a pinfall or submission. However, those are the last time that Brock Lesnar had back-to-back losses um, in WWE. Wow. Wow. So it only took him, what, well, 17, 18 years for it to happen again? <laughs> uh, just to
1: show you how well, you know, of course. He's, he's the beast. Of course he's going to be booked well. Yeah, I think he's uh he's a strong favorite for this year's Royal Rumble to possibly win it.
0: Of course, yeah. It really seems like we could be going that way. Um having him win the Rumble dramatic fashion, taking on uh Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But that even makes me thinking, like, wow, do we think Roman's actually gonna be champion all the way until WrestleMania? At
1: this point at this I think fucking
0: so. point, yeah, at this pace
1: because they've gone they've gone this far already, and I think if he makes it to Mania, he'll pass that 500-day mark and beat Brock's reign.
0: Yeah, be, possibly beat Brock's longest kind of one individual reign uh, yeah. that was just a hair over 500 days. You're right. So, I don't know. This could be it.
1: That's where it seems to be leading, but uh, I don't know. I think it could be good because the roles are reversed this time around. Every time they fought before, it was always... Babyface Roman, which no one liked, so.
0: and <clears throat> Roman uh, Brock Lesnar himself has only lost to three people in the last like fifteen years here in WWE. <laughs> here in WWE, of course, he's lost to Seth twice. Mm-hmm. He lost to Roman now twice, and that Survivor Series loss against uh, Goldberg that uh, that you that you bore witness to. Uh, so yeah I, you know losses the L column doesn't come up much for Brock Lesnar but it seems to be consistent amongst who is beating him
1: yeah I think he lost to Cena in like 2011 or something fucking so Cena. 10 years ago now Wow. well
0: that was it that was our pay-per-view uh, and yeah all in all a, a pretty good yeah Mike like you said probably the best show coming out of Saudi Arabia yeah
1: yeah no I mean it was even just in general just a pretty pretty good pay-per-view and no really bad matches and no a couple really good ones so so and wh- good booking, you know they gave the crowns to the right people. They didn't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, <clears throat> congratulations, everyone. Roman Reigns, uh, the truck does not stop, and just like this, uh, just like you no know, talking of things that don't stop. Let's keep rolling ahead with this podcast um, because we have tons more professional wrestling action and a season premiere. Before we get to our season premiere, uh, let's take a minute uh, to crown a new champion. Because we have to give, because oh. uh, we have a brand new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Oh yeah! Right ahead of our season premiere, um, you know, of course, you know the sh- uh, the shooties are coming up. Uh, <laughs> I just want to bring it up. You know, it's always worth it's always worth mentioning the shooties are here. You know, however, the tweet of the week is sort of you know it it, it, it just keeps going. It's an ongoing thing. There is no wrap-up to the tweet of... There's no tweet of the year. Nope. It's going to consistently be tweet of the week. And this one, uh, tweet of the week, goes to a... Uh, uh, man, a little bit of digging I had to do. And actually, a very recent one, because this was a tweet that just came out last night by a man that I... Uh, man, I didn't even know existed. His name is Mikey <laughs> Ruckus. <laughs> Mikey Ruckus. Yeah, it just sounds like a... Uh, you know, it sounds like some, just some, maybe some kind of new artist, a new trap. SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> uh, but he is actually uh, the audio producer for All Elite Wrestling. And last night on Dynamite, we had a, uh, a Halloween-themed show uh, where, you know, of course, we, we get this, right? It's Halloween-themed, people are wearing costumes, this, that, the other. It's a lot of fun. And eventually, uh, you know, no spoilers or anything. The Elite will partake in a match dressed as the Ghostbusters. <laughs> and Mikey, and this was a very new plan for them. Um, they were, the Elite was wondering, curious what their costume should be should be, uh, how do we come out, what's it gonna be, what's it gonna look good, and about two hours before airtime, uh, Kenny Omega, the elite, decided we want to dress up as Ghostbusters. So what do we have to do? Give Mikey Ruckus a call. Hey, you have two hours. Can you make us a Ghostbusters-inspired theme? <laughs> and he did it. And he posted the video on his Twitter. Uh, if you haven't, you should check it out because he kind of goes through. He's like, "Hey, this is I'm I'm gonna make this theme and uh, watch me do it." And he kind of films his uh, his screen. You can see sort of the edits and some of the cuts he makes. Uh, some of the plugins that he'll use. Uh, it's real cool. It's real cool to think that there is some dude back there just going nuts on a MIDI controller trying to make this happen uh it's real cool and mikey ruckus you know sometimes it's the um the behind the scenes work that uh deserves the most notice and this week mikey ruckus you are our tweet of the week champion well done mikey mikey (laughs) let's go let's keep let's keep moving on uh like we had said season premiere we're back from saudi god they must have taken a fucking super jet To get back, Um, because I guess, you know, it would (laughs) have, I guess, you know, because approximately middle of the day, maybe 3 p.m., maybe 5 p.m., they would have been on a plane heading the opposite, heading back. There's probably a layover, but it doesn't matter. We're in Texas, and uh, for our big season premiere of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though, No, no, wait, at least to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, New era, a new era, and officially the start of the Brand to Brand Invitational season three. Um, Yeah, they haven't really
1: mentioned that in a while, the rules. That that doesn't matter.
0: I'm mentioning it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll
1: keep track. Uh, We got the bloodline coming out, and... You know, Reigns is yeah, kinda sketchy she's skeptical skeptical about Paul and what's going on with them and uh Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know, what happened last night? I put my hand out and you just threw the title at the ring. You didn't hand it to me. So let's work on this. He puts his hand out and makes Heyman hand him the title. Anyways, uh yeah. You know, Reigns just I don't know. He's just skeptical of Heyman. Eventually what, uh Brock himself comes out and he tries to attack, but Roman escapes. So, uh, yeah, Lesnar just starts beating up crew members, the cameraman. And, uh, I don't know. He just starts throwing bodies all around the SmackDown locker room. Come out, try to stop him. So, uh, yeah, afterwards, Adam Pierce has to come out and say that Lesnar's action, actions are unacceptable and endangering our crew. I uh, cannot allow that. So, therefore, Lesnar is suspended indefinitely. So uh, Lesnar doesn't like this too much. He comes back out, gets in the ring, grabs Pierce, and just says, tell me what you said again. Uh, So he tells him. Brock hits him with an F5. Crowd chants, one more time. So Lesnar does it. Hits a second one. So fierce that it rips open the pants of Adam Pierce.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you noticed that, too. Yeah.
1: McAfee loved it. He's like, he ripped his pants. (laughs) He ripped his damn pants.
0: That was great. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> what a, what a great opening to the show. Uh, you know, Lesnar being chaotic, Roman Reigns, f- his growth as a promo uh, giver, <laughs> promo giver yeah. has been huge. Oh my lord, yeah. Like you know, this time a year ago or no sorry 2 years ago like or the last time these guys met in this program like you said when they were kind of swapped their babyface heel thing it was just fucking night and day from where we are now yeah. um you know keeping the eventual rematch alive but allowing Roman Reigns you know to maybe do something else on friday nights Drew McIntyre maybe
1: well i mean he just got suspended and i'm guessing that'll last right until around january when royal rumble comes
0: around yeah also. it will be it will be lifted at the at, at the perfect time
1: yeah. <laughs> but uh Yeah, I don't know if they want to have Lesnar fight someone else before Roman again. That could be cool too.
0: Well, I think you know, we'll have to probably. We do have a Survivor Series coming up. I think they set a date for it somewhere.
1: Yeah. Sometime at the end.
0: The yeah, day. sometime. They did they did talk about it. Uh but yeah. It was a great yeah. great, great opening segment.
1: Yeah. Uh, Then we have Drew McIntyre come out to issue an open challenge, which is answered by Sammy Zayn, who lets us know that he is now officially the longest tenured member of SmackDown. So, yeah, hasn't swapped brands in a while. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, Sammy versus Drew. Sammy just keeps rolling out of the ring, trying to avoid him. Uh, He sets up for a haluva kick, but then he mocks Drew's Claymore countdown, does the 3-2-1, but that costs him. As he set the timer off for McIntyre, and, <laughs> yeah, just gets eaten, hit, hit by the Claymore. Drew gets the win.
0: Yeah, uh, this, this 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 Drew babyface thing is fun, just because I think they're going to hold off for him to win it again.
1: Uh, yeah, especially
0: because he never, he, yeah, you know, and we know not having this live moment, and it must, you know, or his in front of fans moments that he deserves. Yeah. Yeah, no, they brought it up a couple
1: multiple times. He's like, I never got my moment. So and
0: went, of course, uh, with the there's... rumors of next year's Summer Slam happening in the UK, yeah.
1: you're, you're sort of well, like,
0: how do we keep you relevant until then?
1: Yeah, I saw they announced the pay-per-view schedule and uh, Summer Slam's not in the UK, but oh. there's a September pay-per-view that is TBA location that people are speculating. So it could get its own September. Pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone, right? You're doing a pay per view somewhere that doesn't get pay per views, and you're putting over and hopefully, you know, if 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 it all kind of works out that way, putting over the guy in his home fucking
1: yeah area, home, homeland. Uh, we get the coronation of King Xavier. So once again, we got the throne, we got the crown, we got everything set up, the purple canvas laid out in the ring, and kofi kingston doing the introductions for the new king and uh he just kind of puts each piece of the the royal gear on him of course the crown going last the crowd chants you deserve it xavier thanks everyone he says his reign as king will be fun and fair there will be opportunities and then kofi just kind of reads a scroll of the king's gospel so.
0: Yeah, it was a little a little lackluster, you know, his crowning moment or whatever. Uh, maybe it just felt weird because there was nobody running in. <laughs> you know, like, this seemed <laughs> yeah. like the perfect moment for Baron Corbin to come crash the party, and he just didn't. <laughs> and you're like, oh, maybe I expected something terrible to happen, and it just never did. Uh, but, you know, they're the fucking New Day, so they rock. We know this.
1: Yeah. Uh, we got a brief hype... Video for Ziya Lee coming soon, so hopefully.
0: Yeah, the surprising draft pick of uh, or draft picks coming from whenever that was, a couple months ago, last month.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we'll see her pop up soon. Uh, we got a quick rematch: Mansour Mustafa Lee, just kind of picking up where they left off, uh, but Mansour gets the win once again
0: yeah just another one of those kind of uh this was like an abrupt version of the match they had done the day prior uh, you yeah. know a greatest hits version, if you will. Um, this was their 20th century classics uh, you know those CD <laughs> compilations yeah this was their version of that and uh, you know uh, kudos to WWE for trying to make a star out of Mansoor. you don't see it you don't see that too often right them like trying okay let's give this relatively you know lesser popular dude wins and see what happens.
1: Yeah, see where he goes next. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hit Row makes their debut. They they all come out, just kind of cutting promos, introducing themselves. You know, it's like I'm top dollar, and I make that dollar and all that stuff. But,
0: classic, so. classic. <laughs> um,
1: one thing uh, gave me some f-
0: some uh, some Survivor Series flashbacks. Some Survivor Series PTSD. Hit Row came out wearing their normal kind of ring garb. But Blue.
1: Oh, I didn't really pay
0: attention. Oh, they I immediately, <laughs> immediately took me out of the action. Uh, you know, um, which one, uh, I guess... Fuck, I, I still don't quite know their names. I guess it's Top Doll. He's the bigger one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he came out in what looked like it was ripped out of the Survivor Series closet. Hmm. Uh, it gave me a little bit of flashback, but... Um, yeah, anything else Anything else you have to say? I guess there was a little
1: match here, um, you know, between two locals. Yeah, to uh, Dustin Lawyer, Daniel Williams. You'll never see them again. So, of course, just an easy win for Swerve and Ashanti. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, that it. Yeah, that was it. I got to say just be- one, one thing before we move on from the match, though. When people come up from NXT, we're scared and we're frightened. And we're normally rightfully so scared and frightened. <laughs> um all the main roster creative had to do was just let Hit Row act the way it did in NXT and the debut would be a success. And we say this we said this with fucking Ricochet, we said this with Alistair Black. We say this with everybody, right? Just let them do what they did there and it'll be fine. And this seems like it was it was that same kind of thing. <laughs> it it was they or was, was, you know, or the opposite rather. They let them be they feel, felt still like NXT Hit Row.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they'll just kind of, uh, yeah, let them continue to be themselves, get over. And,
0: and curious, and just the way, uh, you know, Top Dollar was here. I'd be curious, you know, how are they going to try to, is is Isaiah Swerve Scott, is he going to be the leader with the other two guys doing the tag? Or is this big guy, Top Doll is he going to be the the single star while Swerve Scott and um, the uh, Ashanti, Ashanti the Adonis uh, end up taking the tag? I don't know.
1: Yeah, hard to say. Mm. I mean, you know, Vince loves his big men, so... oh
0: loves beef. <laughs> Hates chicken.
1: <laughs> Nakamura took on Happy Corbin in a champion contenders match, and... Yeah, nothing. Uh, Mad Cat Moss fucking around, interfering, and... Corbin gets the win, so I guess he'll get a title shot. What title? Intercontinental.
0: Great. <laughs> uh... <laughs> is uh who's the, is Shinkai Nakamura still the champion over there? Is that what's happening? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's why this whole thing happened.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. Um the the Riddick Moss has the has the wrong kind of heat. He has the go away heat mm-hmm. rather than like heel like boo heat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, not quite on the level of uh American top team go away heat, <laughs> uh whatever the, Dan Lambert, but we're getting there.
1: Yeah, no, they, I mean, at least Dan Lambert, at least he has heat. Madcap Moss has no heat. No He's got heat.
0: Nothing. No, just cold.
1: <laughs> cold. But uh, this final segment here, I mean, we've got a conundrum because Becky's a Raw star and Charlotte's now a SmackDown star, but they've got each other's titles. So uh, let's do the old swap. Now,
0: I do want to say this. I, I am not counting this as a brand-to-brand invitational. No, just because (laughs) like they had to exchange it like this was kind of like an agreed upon kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just make it sure. Just make it sure.
1: Okay, but uh, yeah, this. So we come out first, Becky. uh... Yeah, Becky comes out then Charlotte. We got Sonya Deville in the ring to mediate this exchange, but neither woman wants to hand over their title belt first. So Becky walks over to grab Charlotte's title. And Charlotte then, instead, she pulls it to the side and throws it to the ground. And now this is apparently when things just went completely off script. And uh, as you'll see, there's a lot to fallout from this. Uh, so Charlotte drops the title belt on the ground, which apparently she wasn't supposed to do. And you can see Becky's face just kind of like, oh, wow, fuck you. And Sonya Deville instantly is just like, Charlotte, pick that up. Pick that up right now. So Charlotte picks it up, gives it to Sonya. And then Becky Lynch just chucks her belt at Charlotte. It hits her, drops the mat, which apparently also was not part of the plan. But who knows? We'll, we'll talk about that at the end. But uh, So Sonya gives Becky her belt. The exchange is complete. Uh, and Charlotte's like, whoa, you want to be Becky two belts so bad? How about winner takes all tonight? But then Sasha Banks comes out and says, no, no, the boss runs the blue brand. And uh, you think you're going to take over, bitch? You out of your mind. And Becky's like, well, I'm going to Raw. You two figure it out. I'll see one of you. See one of you at Survivor Series, and the crowd chants for Becky as she leaves SmackDown permanently. Uh, then Sasha and Charlotte exchange insults. They come to blows. Sasha hits a big meteor off the apron, and Banks stands tall to end the show. The fuck was this? Uh, well, so then this what the
0: fuck was
1: this? <laughs> what? I'm sure you you heard the online hubbub about everything, and
0: right? and, and certainly, it like, and, and, it, it could not be more a literal 180, the complete antithesis of the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar shit that opened the show. Like, this could not be any more opposite whatever the fuck we just saw. Um, I, I, for also uh shoot of the year. <laughs> contention right here. Um, is that not a shooty category?
1: I think so. Uh, or
0: it's something like uh, some,
1: work work of well, the year. Sorry, work of the year. Well, I mean, that's where we got to wonder because of, uh, after this episode of SmackDown, the dirt sheets were just blowing up with reports about what the hell happened here. And uh, apparently afterwards when they went through the curtain, Becky and Charlotte were just yelling at each other. Things got real heated backstage and... Uh, Charlotte was asked to leave the building. Some reports even saying security escorted her out. But uh, once again, these are dirt sheets. And, but during all this, Andrade tweets out, WWE," just pouring some flame on the fire. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just all these reports afterwards saying that, yeah, Charlotte went off script, Becky got super pissed, they were yelling at each other backstage, and just a lot of fallout, a lot of... Uh, Yeah, it seems like most of the heat is on Charlotte for this, but at the end of the day, I mean, the shoot meter's always around. Oh my god, the shoot
0: (laughs) meter was flying on this one. What I don't get about this is, like, this was fucking meaningless. So let's take two heels, let them swap stupid insults, and then what? And then what? Like, what's the fuck? And then throw a third established heel into the mix? for some reason, uh, and I don't know why their heels, they have to hate each other, like, hate each other, uh, I recall last time we did this, and it was the Street Profits and the New Day were both respective champions, and it was just a two minute backstage, oh, here you go, guys, oh, okay, thanks, here you go, guys, yeah, rock on, it, it was like, great, you, this didn't even have to be on fucking camera, you don't have to exchange these belts. It's so bizarre, considering that these are two of the best women to ever step in the squared circle, ever.
1: Well, you know, they this counts as an extra reign for Charlotte, so they want to make a big deal out of it.
0: Hey, oh, really?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's officially she's. This is a new reign. Hell yeah, a,
0: we're mo- we're moving up. What, what Where are we trying to get to? Twenty before she retires or something.
1: <laughs> I mean, 17. Well, my, roll, my
0: favorite, my favorite uh, of the of the kind of aftermath of this was all the photos of um, when uh, fuck what's her name uh, went from uh, WWE to WCW Medusa. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's like it's like the commentary desk of like Shivoni and whoever <laughs> was like the commentary team there, and then you know, of course, we all know the thing Medusa throws the WWE Women's Championship into the garbage and it was the exact same photo just with Charlotte Flair photoshopped in there <laughs> instead just throwing it in the fucking garbage and I'm like yeah yeah this is how, this is this is going to happen uh
1: yeah I mean uh there's yeah it seems like there's some tension going on yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, who knows? And Andrade. Andrade's over there in AEW tweeting out, fuck you, WWE. So.
0: I mean, and of course, you know, I mean, I want Charlotte to go to AEW just because I want her to own that per- company instead of owning this company. You know, like she's been spending too many years just running the show over here. Bring her over there. Let her run the show there for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, and I want
1: her to leave WWE so she can stop strangling it.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's almost like a... Uh, I do wonder, though, when it comes to somebody like Charlotte, how much of that is the network set, like kind of pushing her, you know, or whatever, this Fox or whatever, the USA being like, no, like, Charlotte, Charlotte's on all the time. <laughs> no, it's not I don't It's know. Not Vince. It's not, you know, whoever's backstage. It's not fucking, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, like, yeah, Char- we want Charlotte on TV every week. It's like, fuck, well, I guess we got to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. great Smackdown show our season premiere and uh, that was a lot of fun let's hop across brands then shall we Uh, because yeah let's let's do one more show before we take a break I think that sounds about great Uh, let's get ourselves over to the other company the other program of course we are talking about All Elite Wrestling Rampage. Rampage 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 Rampage. 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 Coming hot off of their Two hour special Dick contest um, With Smackdown over there This was an <laughs> unencumbered uh, Episode of Rampage With some hot matches on the card We actually kick off um, with uh, Orange Cassidy Freshly squeezed taking on Powerhouse Hobbs
1: Yeah, and this is a first-round match in that world title eliminator tournament. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, Cassidy, he's still got his ribs all taped up. So Hobbs is going after those, dominating Cassidy, gets him in the corner. Uh, Yeah, at one point, yeah, he's got him in the corner. He won't break out the ref's count. He just picks the ref up, lifts him over to cross the ring. But uh, this distraction allows Cassidy to sneak up behind him, lock in the mouse trap. Guess the three count. Three count for the win. Yeah, Cassidy's moving on. Cassidy's wow. moving on to the next.
0: Um, yeah, to the next. Whatever to the next round of this match. Only uh, you know with culminating eventually at full gear.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Anna J. Britt Baker had a little match, uh, non-title, but Anna J. She hung in there. Looked pretty good. Uh, but then Jamie Hayter causes a distraction, so Baker gains the advantage, uh, gets the lockjaw in to get the win.
0: Um,
1: yeah, she's, she's still cruising over
0: there. Anna Jay seems to, uh, rather, you know, she's focusing on this, on the women's championship instead of the TBS championship.
1: Yeah, TBS title seems more in her league at this time, so, uh I'm sure she's in that tournament as well.
0: But, so. you know, uh, the, uh, you know, Anna J will, you know, she's a, fu- she will be a future world champion.
1: Yeah, most likely. Uh, but let's go to the main event of this short card here Pac versus Andrade, part two. You know, the first match was really good there. And this one was fast paced, hard hitting, uh, you know, some high flying in there. Pac hits a, Hurricane Rana off the apron, which slams Andrade into a chair. Uh, yeah, big moonsault to the floor. Crowd's loving it. They're chanting fight forever. Uh, Andrade hits this crazy slingshot DDT to Pac on the apron. Uh, they fight to the top rope. Pac hits an avalanche brain buster. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of big moves here. Andrade tries to hit the hammerlock DDT, but Pack counters it with an inside cradle. Gets a three. But immediately after the match, the lights go out. Malachi Black appears, spits the mist at Pack, but then Arn Anderson comes out like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. He starts using his finger gun and just <laughs> picking off everyone. <laughs> I think the crowd even started chanting, like, get the Glock or something. I don't know. People oh, wow. are loving this.
0: People are getting violent down there. <laughs> in, uh, we were, I think, we were in Boston, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Boston's crazy. Boston's uh, a scary place. Cody shows up, gets a big mixed reaction there, grabs a chair, but Black rolls away. Uh, but they will fight the very next night on Dynamite.
0: Dynamite! Yeah, Pac Andrade, this is <laughs> fucking bangers. Uh, two guys, I don't think they ever even had the chance to take each other on in WWE or NXT. Yeah, I don't believe so. Yeah, and um, yeah, this was great. Uh, I feel as though we might be on route for a uh, a tag, maybe at full gear. You know, we got to have Cody Rhodes on the show somehow. Yeah, Malachi yeah. Black and um, Andrade. I mean, they had a ba- they've had bangers. You know, them versus te-
1: Cody and Arn.
0: Oh, I was gonna say versus Cody and Pac. <laughs> Oh, our- Arn, <laughs> sorry, I-, I didn't realize you were fucking, I'm sorry No, no, no,
1: it's funny But, but yeah,
0: uh- I- yeah, I- you know, we need Cody on the card And uh, having these four performers would be a very, uh, would be ver- ver- very weird to see four dudes, uh, you know, who were on WWE Or at least three who were on WWE recently And then uh, have them in a tag, it'll be a weird look, but hey, never say never 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 say Never. Um yeah, that was the first half of the show. Yeah, Langley first half. We still have a few shows coming up, Mike. Should we take a break though? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. Of course, we have Monday night Raw, Dynamite, and even uh NXT 2.0's Halloween Havoc. Uh so you're going to want to stick around. <laughs> Back to the show, folks. Part two. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. Um, yeah, another one of those hot, hot wrestling weeks that we have sometimes uh, with pay-per-views in the background, pay-per-views in the foreground, and uh, a season. Uh, let's just get into the new season premiere. Season premiere is great. You know, you're always, you're counting down. You're, you, you were left off that cliffhanger from the season prior um like when uh um i'm trying to think of a good cliffhanger at the end of a season um Mr. Burns got shot Mr. Burns. who shot Mr. <laughs> Burns and John- <laughs> and we need to answer that question right now goddamn it so let's get ourselves into some Monday night raw let's
1: get raw <laughs> a new era <laughs> a new era on Raw a new era and I don't know if you notice, but I always get a giggle out of these small production errors but uh, the opening shot of this new era we open the crowd uh, what we see is a camera on the floor pointing at a pile of wires and then it quickly just switches over to the proper camera but
0: hey you know the buttons you know where you're switching between cameras is close <laughs> the buttons are close together yeah
1: it. uh yeah so, anyways, <laughs> season premiere, all the new rosters finally locked in. Uh, Big E comes out to start the show. Welcome, everybody, to the new era. And uh, Yeah, they're in Houston. The crowd's cheating or chanting for the cheaters, the Houston Astros. But, anyways, Big E plays up like, oh, yeah, Houston Astros. Yeah, cool, go. But, uh, anyways, what's next? Uh, he wants to know who's next. Seth Rollins comes out. He gets in the ring. They exchange words. But Biggie's like, like, uh, you lost to Edge, so back of the line. But then Rey Mysterio comes out because he wants that title. And then Finn Balor comes out because he's like, yeah, I'm on Raw. I want that belt. And Kevin Owens, just a parade of superstars. They all come to blows. Sonya Deville comes out and says, all right, let's settle this, men. Tonight, fatal four-way ladder match to determine the number one contender.
0: A ladder match.
1: Oh, yeah. So that'll be your main event. But before that, we've got another number one contender match. Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, triple threat tag title, uh, number one contender match. And yeah, it was fun. Everyone's in and out, getting their moves in. Uh, Montez Ford, he's trying to tag in when Omos comes out to ringside, so he jumps at him but gets beaten down, and Omos just takes out uh, both of the Street Profits. So back in the ring, Ziggler and Rude hit the spinebuster zigzag combo, get the win, earn the title shot. Which uh, going in, that would probably be my number three team to pick. Out, out of, of all three, three of these, yeah, 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 <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Between two teams with names, and then one team with like an unofficial name. <laughs> yeah,
1: terrible name, the Dirty Dog. <laughs> uh,
0: Bobby Rude, though, God, I I forget it. You know, he comes, he comes so much in and out of like existing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's a good wrestler. He's. Uh, it's. It's funny that he's paired with Stigler because they're in a very similar role. Just a really good wrestler, but not going to get the big push. I mean, they had the push. He was former NXT champ, but those, time, those yeah, times. Yeah, or one when, of those, but... he can have a good
0: match with anybody. Yeah, he exactly. feels like one of those types of dudes. Yeah, but um, you know, I guess they're established. They're solid. They should work well with uh, the Rand Man and uh, Matt Riddle. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want RK Bro to stay together a bit longer, then yeah, this is the team to lose to them. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we get our other royal coronation here for Queen Zelina. So she comes out, cuts a promo, just uh, tears into the ring announcer for not giving her a proper introduction <laughs> worthy of royalty. So uh, they do. A, they, he redoes the announcement, and he specifically says the only official queen in WWE. So with the dirt sheets, is that a is that a dig at Charlotte? Maybe I don't know. Maybe. But uh, anyway, Zelina Vega puts on her crown, sits on her throne, and uh, yeah, just says I'm the best. And eventually, Dewdrop comes out because they got a match. And yeah, Dewdrop's in control. Zelina takes off the turnbuckle padding, so the ref goes over to fix it. And while he's distracted, she grabs her scepter, nails Dew in the head with it. Guess a three count, so the win streak continues.
0: And similar to the uh, that Mansoor Mustafa Ali match from uh, the night before, this was like kind of like the greatest hits of that uh, of yeah. that Queen of the Ring. <laughs>
1: it's uh, like if you couldn't afford the pay per view, we'll sum it up for you. <laughs> <Here
0: it was. laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you didn't watch. Okay, here's here's what you missed.
1: Yeah. Uh, then after that, big time. Bex Becky Lynch comes out. Big ovation for her. She talks about being the new face of Monday Night Raw once again, and she successfully defended her title in Saudi. Bianca Belair comes out to interrupt, says, yeah, well, you didn't pin me at Crown Jewel, so I want a shot at that belt. And the crowd agrees. Becky says, ha, you know, you beat the best woman that were in this company, but that's only because I wasn't around to stop you. So since then, you've done nothing. So uh, Belair says, uh, yeah, well, you're nothing without that belt. And Anyways, like uh, she wants a match tonight. Becky just says no, back of the line, bitch. Belair attacks her. Uh, Kendall Stick gets involved, and yeah, eventually uh, Becky says, "Fine, you want your match, you got it, but not tonight,
0: not tonight. We'll save that. Just wait
1: on her terms." Uh, but then T-Bar takes on Damian Priest, who I feel we haven't seen in a long time, a United States champion. D- but- Damian Priest. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's you no. Know, he's on like every week, isn't he? Did, didn't he, didn't I don't take, know. I feel like taken on. Uh. Yeah, you're right.
1: Jeff I feel Hardy? like around the Saudi build, because the Hardy's been with Theory the last while, so it seems right. Like it's right.
0: I think yeah, Priest Hardy. I wonder yeah, Damien Priest was nowhere to be seen in uh Saudi Arabia. I wonder if that's a thing.
1: Maybe he's got a tattoo. A tattoo. Yeah,
0: something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyways, he's not rusty at all. He's looking good. And T-Bar actually gets a nice amount of offense. They let him hit a big moonsault off the top. Looking kind of like Dijakovic for a second.
0: Looking like the old
1: days. (laughs) But uh, Priest fights back. uh, And then T-Bar just freaks out. Grabs one of the announcer's chairs and throws it at Priest, causing the DQ. But that just enrages Priest. He beats the shit out of him. Hits the Reckoning.
0: And uh, it looks like a little, a little bit of a character change here too. Uh, there was a new theme song associated with uh, Damien Priest had if you had not
1: noticed yeah he, did he do his arrow thing or did they
0: into the arrow? Uh, yeah, so you know maybe not... a bit of an edgier persona um, but it, weird it's weird because his character seems fine uh, the way that it is or the way that it was.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean he's people like him. he's not like super over, but people like him. But, anyway. and,
0: and, yeah. and we've said this before. I mean he's just booked so well.
1: Yeah, uh, one of the few guys like he's had like one loss all year pretty much. He
0: the uh, the like. the only uh the only loss, um the his most recent singles loss uh was against uh and Cross on his send off show leaving NXT. So at the New off. Year's <laughs> Evil show. Um the only time other time he's been in the loss column has been um a battle royal and then a two on one match against Mismo.
1: In yeah, that so he's been mm-hmm. very well protected with uh yeah, so uh, they, they see something in them.
0: Yeah, I, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm
1: really looking forward to it, too, because it's, yeah, it's cool to see. Yeah. Uh, how about Carmela versus Liv Morgan for the fifth time? Is that cool? Yeah, sure. <laughs> how about Carmela's stupid mask? Is that cool?
0: Not cool yet.
1: <laughs> well, at least she's wearing it to start the match now, so we don't have to waste time going and getting it on, but uh, it helps her, because this time she hits a big uh, tornado X factor, gets the win. So poor Liv Morgan, man. What are they doing there?
0: Yeah, no no fucking idea what's going on with Liv Morgan
1: there. Um, you know, people like her, they want to they want to see her succeed, but the, uh, for no reason. I mean, Carmela's already established. Why not give Liv some streak of wins?
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what the deal with Carmella is anyways. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Oh, well, uh, we got the Bearcat Lee clawing his way meow. to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Rawr! Oh, okay. He's here. I mean, we got to do both. Keith Lee taking on Cedric Alexander. And, uh, you know, a bit of a slightly different style here. I thought Lee looked more aggressive, less flashy, more angry, more of a Bearcat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hits the Big Bang Catastrophe to get the win. Big Bang catastrophe. Um, BBC, if you didn't know. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, Lee Keith. I mean, Keith Lee looks good. We know this already. The nickname may never stick, and the growl at the beginning of the entrance may be ridiculous, <laughs> but the in-ring presentation works, and he's he's
1: still a big star. Well, I I feel like their idea is to transition and drop the Keith Lee, and he's just gonna be Bearcat. Meow. Not what I want, but that's so bizarre. Yeah. Put him in. Put him in
0: full clothes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh Dominic Mysterio takes on Austin Theory. You know, Dom doing his lucha things, Theory being a heel, takes over the match, hits the ATL, gets the win.
0: Yeah, just one of those classic matches that happened. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, Dom's still learning. Uh still learning. and um it's nice to see, you know, of course, we're we're still waiting for Dominic and Ray to have their kind of blow off between each other.
1: Yeah. But that uh, that'll probably be maybe wrestlemania save it for that if they want
0: yeah but um yeah monday night raw and two guys under the age of 24 getting well, this time yeah you don't see that very you don't see that too too often here on the,
1: on the main roster yeah austin theory you know he hasn't lost since getting this second call up so yeah he's getting getting the damian priest treatment so far
0: right and why was it a second why why was he brought back down the first time i totally forget
1: uh, he was in that group with Rollins and the yeah. authors of pain and the, of the pain kept disappearing. So they're like, Oh, let's just break up the group. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, then buddy Murphy took his place, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I honestly couldn't
0: remember why he
1: was on, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he never did much okay. that first go around, but anyways, uh, let's move on to this. Oh, I didn't even realize, but when they said that number one contender match, they're getting the title shot tonight. As Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root are taking on RK Bro, so doesn't matter. Uh, they got some time to rest. In. Match was fine. Everyone's rooting for RK Bro. They uh, they isolate Randy, so Riddle gets the hot tag. Him and Ziggler go at it, and then Riddle uh, Riddle just catches him in a a spladle pinning combination they call it, and that gets him the three count. Spladle. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said.
0: Okay. So. What's that guy's Jimmy Stewart. Is that his name? He's fucking, around, <laughs> yeah. fucking around down there. Yeah. Yeah. Who who knows where R.K. Bro is moving forward? Um, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, they got merch. I'm sure the kids are liking the that snake scooter thing. Uh, or maybe, or
0: yeah, maybe we're waiting. Uh, you know, we're still we still have a Survivor Series matchup to come, right? You know, we have possibly the Usos taking on. Uh, RK-Bro, as it is right now.
1: Yeah, that seems like a big matchup. Probably the biggest one you could book between the two.
0: Feels like it, yeah, without getting the belts quickly off of... I mean, I think Street Profits Usos would pop, but I feel like they've done that already. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay.
1: Well, we got this main event, Fatal 4-Way ladder match to determine the number one contender... Rey Mysterio, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Uh, we got a nice red clipboard hanging above the ring. That's got the contract on it. So
0: yeah, it wasn't a briefcase or anything.
1: No, just a good just old, a good old, clipboard. old fucking clipboard.
0: It's like you know, it's like AEW keeps doing these things with uh, all their props. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what's the prop going to be? This t- is, it a, is it? A is it a is it a money chip? Is it a poker like chip? Tony
1: Khan wandered onto the set of. The new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and just took a bunch—a <laughs>
0: like wedding
1: ring, a poker chip, everything. Yeah, bigger. yeah, well, possibly. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, good main event. Lots of people just getting bashed with ladders. Uh, Balor gets power bombed onto one. Owen Swanton bombs onto one, and uh, Rey Mysterio does a six-one-nine, kicking a ladder into Owens. Uh, and then there was a cool spot where like the. The ladder was leaning against the ropes, and Ray hops on top of the ladder and rides it down to the ground like a pony, landing on Owens. Uh, yeah, just a lot of cool ladder stuff as usual in a ladder match. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ray goes for a hurricane off the apron, but apron, but Owens catches him, power bombs him through a table, and then back in the ring, Owens and Seth are both fighting. Uh, Rollins flips Owens over the ropes. He breaks through a ladder. Uh, So now it's Seth and Valor. They both climb up the top. Seth yanks him down, hits a curb stomp. So Rollins is all alone, climbs to the top, unhooks the contract. And he'll get that title shot against Big E.
0: He gets it, baby. God, oh, I, I swear, in a past life, Kevin Owens must, or like, before turning professional wrestler, he just wanted to be a stuntman. And he learned because he he throws his body onto ladders as if he was actually trained to fall onto ladders <laughs> um and maybe it's because he's a big dude, it looks so different or maybe I and mean, he's a he's what he's a super athletic big guy in the first place yeah. always yeah. has been, and it's like, God damn it, dude, you'd keep doing this shit. Uh, those that was my those were my highlights of the match. I think was just seeing Kevin Owens go through. shit. No, he loves
1: it. If you see him in a ladder match, you know he's falling off and through multiple ladders.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and this, uh, you know, this is great for kind of both people involved right here. I think after the match, there was a little bit of John back and forth between Seth and Big E. But this is the uh, I feel like this is best ca- best case scenario for everyone. Seth Rollins gets to leave Edge. You know, not really losing a step, really. That Hell in a Cell match was fantastic. Everything he did with Edge was fantastic. Seth gets to not lose a step, and Big E gets some new, fresh competition. It's
1: win-win. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I don't know when this match is going to take place, but it's been uh, a thing in the many past years in WWE where they have a surprise title switch right before Survivor Series. So.
0: Yeah, well, it, we, I think I'm... we got it with Jinder to AJ.
1: Yeah, and um... then Daniel Bryan and... Then uh, there was a couple others. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, i not, not saying that, I mean, Big E versus Roman or Seth versus Roman. Either way, one of those that's going to happen at Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, I, th- you know, I think we can hold Big E for a long time. I mean, Seth, Seth versus Roman, that would almost be too, too easy. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, almost be too easy to book. But then they have to book it without ever mentioning the shield. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they'll you mention could, that they just yeah, don't mention Ambrose.
1: Like, yeah, you know, like oh, former Shield members. Yeah,
0: oh, we, uh, you know, when we were in the Shield, or, you know, like they're gonna have to phrase it in a way to that so the crowd doesn't just start chanting Moxley, Moxley. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: feel like I feel like they've mentioned Dean Ambrose since he left, At like one point in a promo or something.
0: Uh, anyway. Yeah, maybe. I, I yeah, I don't remember, but not saying. Uh, I mean, yeah, it totally could have happened.
1: Anyways, that was it. Great main event Mm -hmm. for Monday Night Raw.
0: Very much so. Uh, It was a great uh great episode of monday night raw let's move on to the very next night then shall we uh because nxt 2.0 has their very first uh yeah their first pay-per-view their first uh show that's a little bit more than their weekly production and uh so let's get right into nxt 2.0's halloween havoc
1: nxt what does it mean I don't know, but it's <laughs> good wrestling, <laughs> boom, boom. so NXT, <laughs> watch and see, gotta <laughs> 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 tap, out, to count, out. <laughs> one, two, boom, three, so... Yeah, not quite a takeover, but it's still a special... It's one of those,
0: it's a special event, uh, which NXT <laughs> ran a lot of those during the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe this new format of NXT, like, I wonder, the roster as it... Cur- I mean, we saw an NXT uh, takeover at the ACC right, or Scotiabank Arena, right? We saw Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. The place was virtually filled. Yeah. Could the current NXT product draw a similar crowd numbers-wise in uh, if they were to have a larger pay-per-view in a larger stadium? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, it really depends. I mean, in select locations, I think they still could, but
0: of course, not but, as you know, a weekly. Exactly, and they might know for their takeovers, if they are, you know, I don't know if there's even a takeover on the schedule right now, but they might be looking at more of those Rico Coliseum sizes, a little bit less away from the full stadium that the, uh, you know, that the main roster will get. It's hard to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we really have had no no indication on the future of takeovers, so... And in the meantime, let's enjoy this special Halloween Havoc. We've even got special guest horror movie icon, Chucky, from uh, the Child Play series. It Wanna play? Those Chucky movies. <laughs> so he's I, here.
0: I, 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 I do have to say, though, right before this happened, um, so, yeah, there's an upcoming television series, Chucky. It was filmed here in the city, and they are our kind of uh, media sponsor for um, our Halloween event at work. Oh. And they have... They have a little sign, and they just gave a little audio file, you know, a little fucking promo or whatever, but it's like 20 seconds. It's mm-hmm. way too short, and it's, uh, it's Chucky going, hey, hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? I'm <laughs> your friend to the end. <laughs> it's contagious, isn't it? Laughing at people. Well, guess what? Now the joke's on you. Hee, hee, he- hee, hee. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Like, there's not enough gas. They needed more shit. It's the same. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, Chucky, check it out. Live on Showcase or on Showcase. <laughs>
1: Stack. Yeah, or any of the classic films he's been in. mm mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, never.
0: Oh, and th- yeah. this came up at work. And, Mike, you are a horror buff, so I think you would have a little more knowledge onto this. Did Chucky create the trope of, like, p- evil-possessed doll? Or did that exist prior to Chucky? In a,
1: in, uh, it existed prior to. Yeah, there was
0: a there was another previous famous I mean, possessed it, doll.
1: Yeah, like there was a an old school Twilight Zone episode. Okay, the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just we well, were wondering. I, I as far as I'm concerned, Chucky is the OG possessed doll.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's the one that had like a face and name that was like permanent. Yeah, I guess. And, and a
0: film franchise and okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. That's it. That yeah. was all.
1: <laughs> well, he's here. Uh, we got the whole the sets dressed up as well. You know, we got some some tombstone, some giant spiders. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah, and uh, let's kick it off. You know, we just ended RAW with ladder match, so let's start this one with a big ladder match. But uh, this is the scareway to hell ladder match.
0: Remember, they tried to make good wordplay. It didn't quite work, and now we end up up getting a scary way to hell.
1: Yeah, so uh, for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles, uh, you got Io Shirai, Zoe Stark defending against Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada, JC Jane, and Gigi Dolan. Uh, Thankfully, JC's okay after that. That scary landing. On yeah, a, I mean, she came back. I, I heard nothing yeah.
0: about it. And she came. She came uh, back this week. So
1: yeah, so everything's good. Uh, a lot of fun here. Lots of ladder weaponry going on. Uh, yeah, Zoe climbs up. She's near the belt, but then the ladder gets tipped over. But she's able to land on the top rope and just springboard onto the ground. Great little spot there. Uh, Persia, they're kind of booking her. She's the big powerhouse of the match here. Power bombing Gigi onto the ladder. JC tries to climb the ladder, gets German suplexed off. Uh, yeah, she hit a springboard moonsault. Not Persia, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi Dolan. But, yeah, Gigi hits the moonsault onto the ladder, and everyone's cheering for EO. She's the crowd favorite. Uh, Zoe goes for a, a Phoenix splash, but uh, she kind of fucks up. She, like, lands on her feet before, and I guess she didn't quite get the rotation going. But... Uh,
0: Yeah, a little one, okay. Okay. Yeah, you can keep
1: going. (laughs) Keep going. Uh, Indy scales the ladder, EO knocks her down. Uh, So EO's climbing the ladder, and then Indy tips it over, and EO just takes a fucking crazy fall as the ladder tips over, hits the top rope, she just whips around, slams down onto another ladder. Uh, Yeah. I mean, EO, you can always expect her to do something crazy in these types of matches. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that crash was very violent-looking. Even Indy, she was kind of looking on after, like, oh, shit. Like, uh-oh. Concerned.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jesus.
1: Yeah, that was a hell of a fall. But uh, Indy, she collects herself, climbs up the ladder. But she's met at the top by Gigi Dolan, who just boots her in the face. She's all alone. Gigi grabs the title, wins the match. New tag team champions. Gigi Dolan, J.C. Jane, Toxic Attraction, one down, one to go,
0: and new baby. Always fun to see a title change, especially after we've said before the Io Shirai uh, and Stark thing felt disjointed. Always right, their reign was sort of like, huh, huh,
1: who? Yeah, and that's the way they bucked it. Like Ah, Io doesn't even like you, so you know, the whole thing was.
0: One thing I do, one thing I do have to say though, this match, this match felt like it was a very spot heavy. Ladder match, <laughs> uh, which then kind of ends up creating messy moments, and I think we saw a couple of them: like the Phoenix Splash, a couple awkward landings, yeah, um, which felt so different than that uh, the war than that Women's War Games match that we had last War Games, whatever the hell that was, where uh, you know the spots were equally as brutal, but didn't feel like the match was just going from spot to spot to spot to spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I think some of these people like Persia, J C G G. Maybe not quite as experienced, a little not as smooth in uh, transitioning from one thing to another. But uh, yeah, you know the action was good though. They put in a lot of work. That Eo fall was just crazy. One of the one of the big spots of the year for me. The way she landed on that
0: ladder. And I gotta say, I think out of out of these two. Um, or at least you know out of out of the out of our brand new champions, I think for me Gigi dolan is the is the less green of these of the two of them yeah uh, she's orange yeah she's well, she's not she's not even close yeah, yeah you know and we know we <laughs> yeah. know her history you know she has she does have a lot of history in you know wrestling kind of all over the world too right bar wrestling um we all remember that the the uh the clip scene around the world. Of oh, uh, her yeah. pulling the tampon out and saying, you know, like she, we're like, OK, you you know what non NXT is like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you know what this is. Uh, but then uh, JC Jane, you know, definitely feels more like that. You know, here's
1: NXT. Yeah. Yeah. No, JC, you could see at the end, she was trying hard not to cry. This was maybe the biggest moment of her life. Yeah, certainly. Day. Well, only, you know, so. a
0: handful of matches even on NXT. Quite yeah. frankly, and only really only this past summer to now.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm uh, so far I'm, I'm liking toxic attraction, but we'll see. They've got more to do later. We'll see. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick throughout the night. They went to this spooky house, but not really much worth mentioning there.
0: Yeah, it, 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 these are weird too. When the, when these production these shows end up happening with NXT, where. We have these big matches for titles, and it's built up like a big event, but then we still have these, like, little things (laughs) coming in the middle because it's still, like, their weekly production of television. And you're like, oh, almost on a a thing like Havoc, I'm almost in the mood for a pay-per-view. I'm like, (laughs) oh, I don't want to see backstage shit. I don't want to see this. I don't want to – like, I'm in the mood for, like, a lot of things at stake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would have preferred, but, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, and then more Halloween theme. You had Grayson Waller just kind of dressed up as Dracula playing the host for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, he's like, whoa, man, backstage, you got some fine-looking women wearing tight, tiny outfits. So Joe Gacy interrupts because he does not agree with this exploitation, sexualization of Halloween. And, uh, yeah. But he's not even fighting Waller. He's fighting Malik Blade. So Joe Gacy, uh... He's still got this tall, bald-headed guy. I don't know if they've named him yet. The fucking
0: prison um Yeah, um, uh, former Parker Boudreaux. Now his name is. It's on the tip of my tongue, and it is, uh, f- fuck me. Um, there's a W. Fook there's a d- f- a <laughs> W. Your name <laughs> is Fook Me. No, there's a W in there somewhere. Uh, Harland Will- Harland. Harlan, Harlan Williams. Wi-
1: Harlan Williams is the comedian. And Harlan Williams the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh fuck. Fuck. Oh uh, boy. It's something like that. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's
0: just <laughs> Harlan. Harlan <laughs> okay, Williams. Okay, just Harlan.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So Gacy gets the win, but. Uh,
0: yeah, this Harlan. More. This Harlan guy's gonna happen though. He's fucking Brock 2.0. Just wait. Probably, really? Probably green, but just fucking wait. I think. You've got high hopes for this guy, eh? I have high hopes for this guy only in that, like, just fucking look at him.
1: I think he could be Lars Sullivan, too. Ooh. Hopefully hopefully not. Hopefully uh,
0: not. Hey, if he can get a five- Minus
1: the real life. If
0: he can get a five-star match under his belt, hey, I'm not (laughs) (laughs) not
1: going to (laughs) complain. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, backstage, there was a Halloween party, but I don't know. There's a bunch of just non-wrestler people hanging out there. I don't know where they came
0: well, from. Well, and we know what this is like. This happens around Halloween. We get the episode where, you know, all the other superstars are in the back enjoying a cake and...
1: Yeah. Uh, some of these people look like they were getting lit. They were drinking alcohol.
0: <laughs> yeah. They got the uh, the red
1: cups, of course. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes, he was the best dressed for me as the astronaut, which, I mean, we all know that makes sense. Great costume. To all To the moon, baby. Exactly. So... Grammy, you win Costume of the Night for me. Ooh, good Uh, one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then we get Diamond Mines Open Challenge. Uh, Odyssey Jones answers. Uh, It was supposed to be for the Cruiserweight, but Malcolm Bivens is like, yo, fat ass ain't under 205 pounds, so this will, of course, not be for the title. So you just get Jones and Strong, and uh, yeah, he's tossing Roddy all around, but all the other members of Diamond Mines just start jumping on the apron. Cause and distraction, so Roddy hits the big rising knee to get the three.
0: Yeah, they called it, there was like a weird little stip associated with it. It was called like, uh, pick your, it was a, uh, pick your poison. Oh. (laughs) It was the diamond mind pick your poison. Uh, Did they spin the wheel? I don't know if they spun the wheel. (laughs) But I know, I did, I do remember Bivin saying that at one point. Yeah,
1: so, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, let's move on to Raquel Gonzalez defending the NXT woman's title against Mandy Rose. Uh yeah, Mandy comes out with this uh devil angel gear. But then Raquel comes driving in on a motorcycle all the way down to the ring. Like uh the Undertaker.
0: I know, well I was thinking in such in such a closed indoor environment, there's gotta be an electric electric
1: vehicle. (laughs) I wonder. Joe Gacy would have had a fucking field engine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh so uh we got the NXT woman's title on the line, but we still gotta spin the wheel to make the deal. So, Raquel gets the honors. she spins it, and it lands on Chucky's choice. So, our guest Chucky pops up on the screen and says his choice is a trick or street fight. So, a bell rings and the crowd is immediately chanting for Mandy. So, she's the heel, but she's gotten over. This dark hair, toxic attraction thing is working. Uh... Yeah, like Raquel, pretty much any offense she was getting, she Boode. was getting booed. Booed. Yeah. E- Immediately.
0: Sometimes I wonder, though, I, I have been wondering, though, lately with the NXT product, given the way, you know, this they're doing a new thing, it's a closed environment, they clearly have people they're trying to push or whatever. I picture on the hard camera side, there's like an applause sign. <laughs> like, you're at a fucking well, sitcom. I don't know, just sometimes you're like, that's weird. Like, remember how um, previous uh, uh, CWC crowd was always booing MSK?
1: Yeah, and well, I've heard something just come out about that.
0: About the MS booing of MSK?
1: Yeah, Dave Meltzer had this big thing about because uh, one of the members of MSK tweeted, uh, "Do you know that NXT Bailey had that super fan Izzy that was always like in the front row?" cheering for her no but
0: g- yeah. go on she was like an
1: nxt regular she was always there She was like the green shirt guy of nxt okay some little kid Oh, that's and fun. uh she wants to be a wrestler so uh she was like training and then at some indie show she took a choke slam from some big guy and then wesley is like oh, i don't think a 13 year old should be taking bumps uh and then apparently since then izzy's family they've all they're all still at nxt crowds and they're just booing msk and they're Behind the movement of everyone booing MSK. But
0: why, why are they, did did
1: MSK deliver? He was the one that tweeted, 13-year-old shouldn't be taking bumps. And then the parents were like, fuck you.
0: Oh, because um, the parents were like, 13-year-old should be taking bumps. Yeah, we bumps. want her
1: to be a wrestler. She wants to be a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. And okay. apparently, yeah, the, uh, the whole NXT crowd, there's like uh, people that go every week that try to gatekeep and like take the same seats and hold others out. All this controversy. Okay, but, uh, yeah, but this was a thing. Like, it
0: wasn't like it was a like a shoot. Like, she was supposed to take a choke slam at an indie show.
1: Yeah, she just showed up at something and okay. yeah, it had nothing to do with NXT or anything. And this guy was just like, I don't like that man. This little girl, she could get killed or something. I don't know.
0: And then the family of this woman or this girl was like, Hey, everyone should boo MSK. Yeah, all the time. fuck you, MSK. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: funny. So they took their little clique that has like twenty people, and in a room that small, they can.
0: Have a big voice. Yeah, well, geez, apparently. Hey, Meltzer, thanks.
1: <laughs> but anyways, big side tangent there. Back to this women's title match here. Uh, Raquel just getting booed for everything she does. But it's a street fight, so we get the kendo sticks, we get the chairs, we get the tables. Uh, yeah, Mandy gets Raquel trapped in an office chair with the kendo stick. Hits the big C-trigger on the floor. Uh, then Mandy gets back in the ring, but when Raquel recovers, she's... She's all of a sudden gained this hockey mask, Jason-style, and uh, a fire extinguisher. So she sprays Mandy in the face. We get a bunch of chairs set up in the corner. Raquel slams Mandy face-first into the chairs. Uh, so Mandy returns a favor by uh, slamming Raquel head first into the inside of the steel stairs. Never see that side get hurt.
0: I've never seen that side. I didn't know that side existed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, the crowd was super hot for this whole match. and Yeah, they were putting on a good fight. Uh, Raquel spears Mandy through a table in the corner. Makes the cover, but Mandy kicks out at two. Tremendous fight. Uh, Raquel looks to hit the finishing blow when this robed figure just appears. This dark robe. Can't see their face. uh, Uh,
0: It appeared to be the same robed figure from a promo uh, the week prior.
1: From a promo? What?
0: It was like a a vignette.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we don't know who it is, but uh, they slam Raquel in the back with a shovel. And then Mandy hits her C-trigger and gets a three-count. New NXT champion Mandy Rose. Toxic attraction are on top of the world. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Best of Mandy Rose's career. and Super happy for her. Certainly the
0: biggest of Mandy, uh, Mandy Rose's career. Like, that That yeah. goes without saying, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was solid, but uh, I, f- I felt it was, like, relied too much on weapons. You know, kind well, of add, I mean, a- adding, <laughs> uh, potentially adding to the is Mandy Rose good enough to be champion uh, type of th- type of thing, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they certainly helped uh, enhance her match. We don't know. I mean, she's getting better all the time, but she's, uh, she's still got her limits. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, here she is, new champ. Uh, they celebrate. All of Toxic Attraction come out with her. So, that means... It wasn't them under the mask, this uh, this mysterious masked member. They take it off, and they reveal the pink-haired wonder Dakota Kai. She's back. Is she part of this group, though? Is she toxic?
0: Is she toxic or just looking out for Raquel? Yeah, I feel bad for Raquel um, just because she improved so much over the year uh, leading up to her title reign, and then the title reign felt felt like it fell so flat. Um and you know now we've been doing this new thing of NXT are we moving on from Raquel Gonzalez already like we're done she's like great we're n- you're, 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 I don't you you know. you are yeah, the past uh, of NXT now we're looking at the future of NXT what yeah, what happens gee. with Raquel what happens with EO for that matter
1: yeah EO I mean I definitely thought should have been called up and I mean Raquel now too they both just missed the draft by a month they dropped their title a month later so. Bizarre. Yeah, what's Raquel going to do the next year?
0: Yeah, what's either of these two women going to (laughs) do? I guess we'll just fucking wait and see.
1: Yeah. Uh, Grayson Waller in the ring to continue his hosting duties, but he gets interrupted by L.A. Knight wearing the exact same Dracula costume, and we find out he was supposed to be the host originally, but uh, yeah, I guess his tires got slashed or something. But anyways, all this was there just so uh, this man, Solo Secoa, Comes out making his debut, uh, but all he does is just beat the two guys and or just beat them up. No match. That's all.
0: Yeah, and Johnny Gargano and Loomis had a pre-tape.
1: Yeah, more haunted house <laughs> stuff.
0: Yeah, more of that. More of that. Uh, Johnny Gargano, he's out.
1: Yeah, he's out. <laughs> uh, um, but
0: Sokoa, though, uh, <laughs> the Usos' brother. So you know the bloodlines.
1: Oh, yeah. He's stronger. Samoan. They're going to they're gonna push him. He's
0: Rikishi's son. He is, you cannot get any more Uso.
1: Yeah. Every Samoan is someone. <laughs> Someone's <the laughs> yeah. famous All wrestler. All the
0: Samoans are related
1: <laughs> somehow. Yeah. How? How uh, is that? It's the only reason Nia Jax is still has a career. Yeah, probably. But let's go to the tag team championship match MSK taking on Imperium in another spin the wheel, make the deal. Uh, but this time we have a fan gets to spin it. Fan of the night or something. I don't know. Uh, spins the wheel. Lands on the lumber o lantern match. So, uh, yeah. Bunch of guys standing outside the ring. Uh, and it was good. I mean, the wrestling was good. MSK can go. But uh, the crowd, like we said, still not there. But all this uh, conspiracy going on. Uh, but anyways, Imperium is a good team. They can hold their own. Two completely different styles, but great tag team stuff. Uh, The big lumberjack spot was when there was this uh, diving cutter off the top rope to the floor, but the stupid lumberjacks barely even... They didn't even try to Barely.
0: catch these guys. None of these, these guys. <laughs> they, like, stepped guys, back. None of these guys. It's like before they fucking went out there, it's just like Shawn Michaels was back there going, like, hey, guys, <laughs> so for a ladder, for, for, a, for a lumberjack match, what you need to do. That
1: was weird. Yeah. Someone, yeah, they they pretty much just cut her straight to the floor. That was a rough-looking landing. Yeah. But, uh. After that, all hell just breaks loose. The lumberjacks fight each other to the back. Maybe because they're like, you're supposed to catch him. No, you were. And then they all just fought to the back. Uh, Lee hits a big jumping destroyer, but Imperium fight back, and they're able to hit the Imperial bomb and get the win. New tag champs after 201 days. MSK's reign is over.
0: MSK's reign, and again, another reign which felt lackluster. I mean, even their build felt lackluster, where Imperium has been doing this. Here in NXT for fucking years, what feels like right. So I was most stoked on Imperium finally getting their chance.
1: I mean, and I like Imperium, but uh, I mean, even though the, the, the it just seemed to come out of nowhere after such a long reign. You think it would be kind of a team you've been building up,
0: right? Which seems weird. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, it felt it was a surprising win. Certainly, the jump start I think the show needed. Uh, yeah. and MSK taking the loss, you know, can they regain, uh, hopefully out of the title picture, they can regain the attention of the audience.
1: Yeah. Because they got to do something to refresh. Both here.
0: these dudes are super, super talented. Um, but I do have to say though, just uh, what well, right before I move on from it, um, although MSK lost the belt, their, uh, their previous trio member from the Rascals, Trey Miguel, uh, won the Impact X Division Championship over at the um, Impact's most recent pay-per-view. So uh, you know, one w- part of the team loses a belt, other former member gets one right back. So, you know,
1: uh, it's great. Yeah, and also shout out. I think uh, did an inspiration debut and win those women's tag. Knockouts
0: titles? tag tag champs,
1: babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian Cage lost his belt. A lot happened over there, right? Yeah,
0: and there was a fucking cash in.
1: Yeah. A lot happened. Anyways, (laughs) let's get to this main event of Halloween Havoc. We got Tommaso Ciampa defending his NXT heavyweight title against Braun Breaker. And Ciampa feeling the Halloween vibe. He's dressed up like Kratos of God of War fame. Uh, And the crowd fully behind the Warlord here. Uh, And this was a great match. Just competitive, hard fought. And as it went on, Breaker just seemed to win the crowd over over more and more you know there was a lot of dog barks that's his new thing now just hur, 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 hur.
0: <laughs> i heard that <laughs> so too. easy to what do so easy go- to do. what the fuck is going on here
1: yeah no that's uh, his father rick steiner that was his old thing. okay was, okay. okay okay the okay. gremlin-faced bulldog or whatever they call them but uh i like it the crowd's loving it they're barking everyone's by the end of it this was like 50 50 uh yeah so breaker he's getting hyped up maybe too hyped up as he he goes to jump off the rope, and his foot kind of slips, slams hard, but they cover it well. He just sells it like a fall. Uh, Ciampa hits the willow's bell, but Breaker kicks out of that, fights back, hits a nice Frankensteiner, tribute to his Uncle Scott, and they they fight their way to the floor, and the, the padding gets peeled away to reveal the concrete underneath, and then Champa hits a DDT to Breaker, and uh, I think Braun just took this. He slammed his head because he came up bleeding. Bleeding from the forehead. I don't think they let him blade.
0: Don't uh, no, <laughs> of NXT 2.0 does not feel like that kind of show.
1: Yeah, but he was definitely bloody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, big slam on the concrete. Champa throws him back in the ring. Hits the fairytale ending. Makes the cover, but the bloody brawn kicks out at two. So, crowd's on their feet now. They've won him. He's won them over, and he won't stay down. So, Ciampa just unloads a series of vicious knee strikes, one after the other relentless attack, and then he hits a second fairy tale ending. Chompa gets a three count. Retain the belt. But, uh, yeah, this, I thought this was, I mean, breaker he's now officially over. This was mm-hmm. great. You accomplished your mission. You didn't have to give him the title too soon, which you know people wouldn't have liked. Uh, but now you made it so people want to see him win the big one.
0: Yeah, so this, this accomplished both those things, and honestly, coming into it, I thought Champa was going to lose just because I was so steadfast on this is the new NXT, this is the way it's gotta be, this, that, the other, but yeah, why not have Jompa just fucking do it?
1: Yeah, I definitely was uh, on the side of thinking he was gonna lose, but this was a nice surprise, and uh, yeah, now I wanna see Braun Breaker chase after this thing. Yeah. Such a good match, yeah. Yeah, we we will see. We will see, and uh, yeah, that was your Halloween Havoc. I mean the big matches were good Like you said Some of the the filler stuff in between I would rather just had more wrestling But yeah, overall just
0: like give me more stuff You're kind of like okay whatever Yeah Overall a great show uh, But we still have one more show to cover For the week's action uh, Of course you know what we're talking about We're talking about All Elite Wrestling Dynamite AEW All Elite They coming for you Vince Better watch out
1: too sweet <laughs> yeah I mean uh two episodes kind of but we're not gonna go over every single thing because there was a Saturday night one and then a Wednesday night one so we finally caught back up with just a oh, lot of fuck. shit. fuck
0: I forgot I sorry I Mike I blew right past Saturday night
1: dynamite uh
0: and moved right on to last <laughs> last night that's dynamite. okay
1: why don't we just mention who won the tournament matches sure good call. good call first call. Uh, so the first on Saturday night, you had Daniel Bryan defeat Dustin Rhodes in a great match. Uh, Bryan with the guillotine. So once again, just another move to win a match, which I love. Just mm-hmm. always something different. Oh, a different thing every time. Yeah. And then Penelope Ford, Ruby Soho had a first round TBS title match. Uh, Ruby rolls up Penelope, gets the win there. So Ruby advances. Uh, and then you had Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston. Um uh, I guess the big moment in that match was the scary, uh, the moonsault botch, which we all saw where Archer, like, bounced off his fucking head. Yeah, he goes for the, he, he, he Lesnar's the moonsault. Yeah, like, literally just bounced off his head, and the whole crowd just gasps. The ref immediately checks on him. We get the doctors to come down, and uh, during all this chaos, we see Tony Nese in the crowd. So, apparently, he's an he's, uh, AEW, but anyways, Archer somehow continues. They immediately go to the finish. They roll him up. Eddie Kingston gets the win. Uh, so Eddie moves on. Yeah. But yeah, I scary moment there.
0: haven't heard anything about, uh,
1: um, I think he's okay. Yeah. Archer. Yeah. I feel yeah, like we would have scary... heard if he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and then the final match, the important match of the show was Malachi Black versus Cody part three. And once again, Cody just tons of booze chanting. Cody sucks. Uh, the match was really good. Super hot. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, it takes a lot to put down. I mean, what do we get? We get a crossroads through the table. Multiple crossroads. Two or three of them. Uh, both men are bleeding. Nice blade job there. They come up all bloody from the head. <laughs> uh, yeah, eventually Andrade comes out. Iron Bl- gets sprayed with the mist. Pac comes out. Chaos everywhere. Uh, but eventually Cody hits the crossroads again. Uh, and then he goes for another one, but this time he uh, decides to do a different move. He hooks the arms like he's about to hit a pedigree, but instead he hits a Tiger Driver 98, spikes black on his head, and gets the win there. So uh, big boos, great match. Everyone hates Cody winning, though.
0: (laughs) Everyone hates Cody. Love me a Tiger Driver. Hate. Cody Rhodes uh, yeah. and it like, fucking has to have which is really funny at this point either they're playing into it either they're like how we know you want it and we're gonna like make you wait for it because AEW not doing what the fans want is very <laughs> WWE of them
1: <laughs> Very yeah. like, and he's he even teased it with the pedigree. I mean, like he's he's the Triple H of AEW,
0: exactly player. right. Or even like you know, it's like it's not even like they're yeah, they have to. This is so tongue in cheek at this point, right? Like they're just like wink. Where yeah. he's
1: going to turn heel next week, and the heat, wink. you know, making Black lose his first match. Like look at the heat, the heat for Cody.
0: Jesus Christ, yeah. But
1: uh, yeah, so that was. Uh, had to mention those highlights from Saturday Night Dynamite there, but yeah, Cody, everyone hates him. Everyone <laughs> hates
0: Cody. Uh, new show this fall. Roads to in- the top. Yeah. <laughs> following roads to the top. Let's Yeah, so this week's Dynamite, let's get into it then. We're back on Wednesday night, um, and uh, let's kick off the show. Hey, let's kick off the show with a banger of a birthday matchup. That's right.
1: Who's, who's the birthday boy?
0: Well, you know, uh, on Tuesday... Uh, it was CM Punk's birthday, so which be- which better way to set up uh, a match on dynamite on Wednesday with a Thursday birthday boy Bobby Fish take each other on um, <laughs> oh. in the who's bo- who wins the birthday? Isn't that fun celebration? Uh, whatever. So yeah, <laughs> they they both uh, yeah. So Bobby Fish uh, now in his fifth match in AEW already.
1: Yeah, and CM Punk finally making his Dynamite debut in mm-hmm. his, what, like, fourth match? Fifth yeah, match? Mist,
0: uh, in his fifth match also. Mr. Mr. Ramp, Ra- yeah. Mr. Rampage. <laughs> Here's your yeah. Rampage coming over. And Mr.
1: Um, I change my outfit every match.
0: Yes, to, love to trunks it. Trunks
1: to pants to trunks.
0: Uh, oh, anyways. Can't, 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 put a, can't put a leash on this guy.
1: <laughs> nope, but, uh, yeah, it's just some good wrestling here. You know, lots of chain wrestling, mat-based stuff. Crowd's still super hot for Punk, but, you know, Bobby Fish, he's got got lots of support too Uh, Mm -hmm. that piranha mouth guard he's got looks cool (laughs) anyways eventually uh he's working over the leg of punk but punk is still able to hit that gts with one weak leg and gets the win
0: uh and bobby fish is looking great here as a single star uh very you know tenacious hell bent technical uh seems like a very cool guy that a lot of people or, I don't know, things seem to really be working out for him here at AEW. Quietly,
1: though. Yeah, quietly. He's one of those guys. I'm sure he can pad his record on dark and stuff to mm-hmm. get a bunch of wins and start competing for maybe the TNT title or something. Or
0: exactly, no. something like this, yeah. yeah. I think he already had a TNT championship match with uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Sam, uh, Sammy Guevara last
1: Sammy's, time. Sammy's debut, that's right. Yeah. Bobby's debut. But uh, after this, uh, we had another debut. Little Bryce Donovan. Uh, who you might never see again, but he takes on MJF here, who just quickly MJF goes for the handshake, pulls him in, hits the cheap shot, then the heat seeker gets the easy win, uh, covering his opponent with a single finger, just showing the disrespect. Wow. The disrespect. Because that's what he's all about. He gets on the mic and starts disrespecting the crowd and their fat women and just tons of insults. <laughs> uh, talks about Darby. And- uh, and once he's done with Darby Allen, he's got his sights set on that AEW World Title. But uh, eventually, Sting and Darby show up, and we have this big brawl. MJF runs away, leaving Spears and Wardlow on their own, who get attacked with Darby's skateboard full of thumbtacks. I saw the aftermath of Wardlow. He was
0: yeah, he the old of... <laughs> thumbtacked skateboard Darby Allen special.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah. Full gear. We know that'll happen. Maybe of course. Yeah.
0: This has been one of the more entertaining things going down here on uh, Dynamite these past few weeks.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. just the feud and, you know, there's no title involved. Just both guys want to prove they're the best mm-hmm. of the young crop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the, one of the other pillars of that uh, table, we got Sammy Guevara defending his freshly won TNT title. You notice the sparkly diamonds this week? I see the, the
0: sp- I saw the sparkling diamonds this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really I yeah. you yeah. I really I don't know how Looks I didn't notice nice. uh the first time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, nice little touch there. He's defending against uh ego. What is it? All ego, Ethan Page. Uh yeah, just a nice fast paced match. Right out of the gate. We cut it once again. Tony Neese watching from ringside, so he's he's in the mix here. And yeah, high flying Sammy just hits a cool double springboard into a cutter and Huge shooting star press off the top rope to the floor. Both men go to the top rope. Paige picks Sammy up for this crucifix bomb, but then Sammy changes it to a hurricanrana midair and almost lands on his head.
0: Almost.
1: Almost. But uh, soon after that, he catches Paige in the jackknife cover and gets a three count to retain the title. Retaining. And then afterwards, I think we get a big brawl with... uh, Inner Circle and... American
0: well, yeah, so after teams. the match, um e, uh, Ethan Page, he's out there. He's attacks Guevara. Uh, Scorpio Sky joins the fight. And then right then, Inner Circle make the big baby face run in, sprint in save. <laughs> Chris Jericho is so over that his surprise entrances gets pyro.
1: Yeah, they just let the whole song They just play. let the whole
0: fucking thing go. I, uh, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, but he comes up, um, uh, beat out the other guys, and announces that at full gear, we're going to be getting a 10-man Minneapolis street fight. Uh, between the inner circle and to- the American Top Team Men of the Year, uh, so of course Men of the Year, the the two of them, uh, but three un un unnamed yet members from American yeah. Top Team. So whether that's Jorge Mazdeval again, whether that's uh what Ortiz.
1: Hey, I've, I got a feeling Senior that uh, I've got a feeling that Dan Lambert himself is going to be one of the members. Oh yeah. For yeah, just the pop of him getting beat up at the end—that's
0: fun. I don't know. That's fun. But I you know, like... I mean, there are there are a lot of. Uh, I mean,
1: he's not a legitimate fighter or anything. Of so. course not.
0: No, there are there are a lot of big names there in that um in that American top team. Uh, you know, yeah. bigger names outside the world of professional wrestling. So who knows? Could be but exciting.
1: It's gonna be a Minneapolis street fight. So there's gonna be lots of weapons and shit. So,
0: yeah, hey. of course.
1: Uh, But then we get Serena Deeb taking on Hikaru Shida, TBS title, first round match, nice rematch of that great bout they had a few weeks ago.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, they just kind of pick up where they left off, just back and forth action, lots of nice submissions, reversals, wearing each other down here. Uh, Deeb, once again, picks up that 50th win trophy, trying to use it as a weapon, but she gets stopped uh, she goes for the deep talks but Shida escapes that and then she pins Serena with a deep hook gets the 3 count. Shida advances to the fi- uh, the next damn yeah, Serena deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's officially her 50th win yeah. now I guess, right? For Ofic- yeah, so.
0: official officially the uh officially the 50th win. So congratulations yeah, so. to Hey Karushida, I I don't know. I wonder who would be the most winningest man, uh, male wrestler right now on the roster. I have no yeah. clue who that would be. My guess would be Orange Cassidy or Jungle Boy.
1: Yeah, because they wrestle so much. I
0: feel like they're on, and I feel like there was like I feel like Jungle Boy's on Dark every week, just winning. Yeah, like Kenny <laughs> Omega.
1: Kenny Omega's not wrestling on Dark. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's not picking up no. as many. Uh but yeah after the match I think Deeb she's a sore loser attacks Cheetah and uh yeah wear her down that that could affect Cheetah's next match against Nyla in the second mm, round.
0: Okay, we'll see.
1: Uh but we got uh, back on the men's side the World Title Eliminator tournament first round match. We got Ten taking on John Moxley.
0: With a new new uh, uh, new 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 gear on, new mask design. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know it's for Preston Vance. It used to be more uh, more clownish almost, you know, like with like one red eye and like a joker type smile, but now it's this kind of 50-50, one side silver, one side uh purple. Um, you know, some eye holes and like some cool breathing holes. New look for him.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, he went to all this trouble getting a nice new mask and then John Moxley uh, being kind of heelish, very aggressive as he rips away the mask of 10. No respect given there. Uh, and then he slams him head first into the ring post, and Ten comes up just bleeding profusely. Heavy.
0: This was a lot of TV blood. We call it TV blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think this was a blade job, and he just kind of went a little too deep. Maybe. Uh, there. It
0: might have been his first blade job, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe cut the little vein. But uh, Mox just targets that, pounds away on his skull, just punches him, uh, hits the paradigm shift gets the win to advance to the semifinals to face Orange Cassidy. That'll be an interesting one. Interesting but, match. Um, immediately after you see the medical staff tending to Preston Vance just pushing the pressure on that forehead trying to stop that bleeding.
0: Yeah, John Moxley is definitely turning heel. We can call yeah. we can call this I one so. out right now. Um, you know, he's beating down Preston Vance, beating down Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, um, viciously. You know, which, yeah, which you know, the the no nonsense ass kicker with one goal and that's to win. Uh, yeah, love seeing it. You know, I, I wonder if he'll fucking steamroll through uh, Orange Cassidy next week.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that would get some big heat if he starts doing some big meals.
0: heat, right? You know, because we're yeah. we're right on we're <laughs> right on uh, track to um, Moxley Danielson.
1: I mean, that's that, that, and, was <laughs> that was on the clipboard. That
0: was on the clipboard. And uh, who knows, right? I mean, for all we know, fucking, that that, type, that, that AEW championship was stolen from him. It was stolen yeah. from him. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he doesn't give a shit. If it's Kenny Omega, he doesn't give a shit. If it's Adam Hangman Page, uh, he's coming back for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cody, once again, comes out to a tremendous chorus of boos. Uh, <laughs> An applause of booze. <laughs> and he says, believe it or not, I hear you. You know, I hear the things being said online. I hear old wrestling managers shouting at clouds on social media. (laughs) As he's talking, the crowd's giving him the what treatment. So uh, he says when he defeated Malachi Black with the Tiger Driver 98, I thought about hitting a different move. So he's alluding, yes, Triple H. Uh, But he says, no, that's too easy. As a fan, you can do whatever you want. Uh, If you're going to boo the narrative, boo the true narrative. Nobody has been acknowledging that the, the man who signs the checks, or, yeah, but don't forget the man who built the bank, or something like mm-hmm. that. Something, something like that. <laughs> Puts over his family, the nightmare family, and says, the easy way out is not the way. I will not turn. So at this point, he's just going full meta. And the crowd just boos that. They want you to turn. But he's like, no, I love you guys too much. Don't you get it? So sorry, everyone. And then he just starts rambling in his Cody way until Andrade interrupts. And Uh, His good line says You make stupid decisions And the first one was that stupid tattoo on your neck which Got Mm -hmm. a huge pop from the crowd Big pop (laughs) So uh, Andrade gets in the ring The lights shut off Malachi Black appears And uh, yeah he sprays the mist at Cody And they just beat him down Uh, Eventually Pac has to run out to help them So yeah I think that we will get that tag match at full gear it seems I think we will uh, and yeah, Cody, I mean, everyone knows it now. He's acknowledging it, but he's like, yeah, but I'm still not going to turn. So, haha. Hey, yeah, you know, it
0: feels so they're fucking looking right at us. <laughs>
1: but we got the main event for the night. Dark Order taking on the Super Elite in an eight-man tag match. Uh, this was your Halloween theme here. Uh, as you said earlier, we had the whole Elite with their their Ghostbusters outfit with the proton packs the custom theme and a, b- a brand new theme Mickey Ruckus yeah uh, they even had the inflatable Stay Puft Marshmallow Man with them mm-hmm. uh, and in the Dark Order you had uh, Stu Grayson he stole Tommaso Ciampa's costume from the night before we had another Kratos
0: oh, another Kratos
1: yeah so whose Kratos
0: uh, was better I don't
1: know I don't know uh, Adam Silver was dressed up as Bambi I think with a little deer costume yeah uno was the cowboy colt cabana was brandon cutler uh and they had a little horse out there i think as well i don't know. everyone's just having fun uh silly match i mean it was a good match but yeah we're just everyone's doing acrobatics uh stew ducks a super kick so the rend- the ref gets hit so he's knocked out the elite take advantage to start hitting low blows triple low blows on everyone at once uh and then they all put their proton packs on and They jump into them back first, hitting them with the packs, and then they take them off, make them into a big pile, and they powerbomb Colt Cabana right on top of all the packs. They smash them in pieces. (laughs) Pieces, these plastic things. Uh, And then the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, he gets in the ring, so the horse comes running out to stop him, and all of the elite, they attack the horse, super kick his head, and then they take off the mask to reveal they've hurt their own friend, Brandon Cutler. They've been bamboozled, as the state puff takes off his mask. It's Hangman Page. Crowd goes wild as he just starts unloading while still wearing the big puffy outfit. Hits the dead eye on Matt. Uh, John Silver follows up with the spin doctor, gets a three. Huge win for the dark
0: horse. Huge win for uh, and every time hearing JRs just say
1: Johnny Hungy is funny. <laughs> he loves that. He loves. I think he, does, it. I think he does, doesn't even know his name's John Silver. Yeah, yeah. Like, Johnny he Hungy.
0: He's like John Hungy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was yeah, this was one of those like super fun we saw the super elite do this just last week with uh Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. Um yeah, like they're 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 always fun at doing this, all leading to that like it was the pop of the night. That's what it was all waiting for. <laughs> yeah, well, the, this the, entire the, match was designed so Adam Page could come out in the stand as the fucking
1: Michelin man or whatever he was. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. At the end, Hangman, Dark Quarter, they all celebrate, crack a couple brisk-cold brews. Yeah. And
0: So yeah, we're going was... to see what happens on November 13th. Yeah, looking forward to that show. Yeah, looking forward to it. And, uh, God, that was our entire episode of Dynamite, the whole wrestling week.
1: Yeah, big week. Hopefully now we're all caught up. No more Saturday Night Dynamite. We're all
0: caught up. We'll see. When, no are, we under, when are we moving over? When are we moving over to TBS? Because that seems to isn't that supposed to stop January. all these? Uh, okay, so we're 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 a couple yeah. months away from no more interruptions ever. Uh, yeah. And uh, let's finish off our show the way that we always do. So uh, let's finish off our show. We have a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week,
1: of the week.
0: Wrestler of the week, of the week,
1: of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of
0: the week. Mike, you kick it off for
1: us. Ah, yeah, we saw a lot of good wrestling this week. You know, some great matches in Saudi, some some big moments on NXT. Every show had some pretty good. That ladder match on Raw, good wrestling, good week of wrestling all around. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I almost wanted to give it to Toxic Attraction as a collective, any one of them. But at the end of the day, I'll give it to Braun Breaker just for that standout performance against Ciampa. and yeah, future looks good for him.
0: Yeah. It could be over now. Officially over, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll see it. I guess we'll see it. Well, I've got one here for you, Mike, because uh, coming off of a hot Saturday night dynamite. You know, some people like to, uh, you know, if you work the night before on a Saturday, on Sunday, you probably just want to relax. You know, catch up on, you know, on Sunday afternoon, you want to catch up on groceries. Uh, you know, you maybe you have to do some laundry, or maybe you want to sit back and watch the Seahawks game. The Seattle <laughs> Seahawks, yeah, the football team. Uh, but not everybody wants to do that on a Sunday. Some people, although they just performed the night back uh, the night ago, they have to go back to work, and sometimes that might just be a dark taping, right? Mm-hmm. Where we had a very uh, a, a, a new professional wrestler, um, Inf- Infinito. 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 Who the hell is this? Uh, he hits the ring. Uh, Does he wear a mask? He was wearing a mask, a full body suit. Oh. This is seeming bizarre. But uh, you know, after after a little bit of uh after some uh after a little bit of hand matching, um, you know, <laughs> a little bit of uh, a little spinning and a little small package, it's clearly Brian Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Check out Dark this week, where Brian Danielson <laughs> performs not once, but twice on the same show. That's right. Uh, infinito, his new, uh, his new uh, gimmick He wrestles twice as ga- character. No, and then he comes right back out later on uh, in the episode. It's Brian Danielson. Uh, <laughs> he gets a couple straight wins, uh, improving so that record. Do they
1: acknowledge that it's Brian, or is it just kind of like wink, wink? big
0: wink you're gonna have to watch dark <laughs> <laughs> big wink um okay. so brian danielson i'm giving you the wrestler of the week uh you know you, you made it through that first round and you went on to dark and that's fucking cool man <laughs> that's fucking cool yeah you're you're brian funny. fucking danielson and you're uh you're performing on a free to watch show on youtube uh for a crowd of maybe 150 people uh, way to go Brian Danielson Wrestler of the Week Hey, hey. That's all the time We have this week For you folks you for listening to the show Rate for your life So is everywhere up. Uh, uh, we'll be back next Thursday Most likely um, You know Kind of caught up On ourselves And hopefully With a clear picture Of what Full Gear Will look like
1: Yeah Just continue these tournaments And uh, Yeah Rounding out The rest of that card it's all we can do, really. Okay, that's great, Mike.
0: You take care of yourself. All right. I'll see you next time.
1: Shoot.